Hi there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, the podcast that discusses the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP in an enthusiastic, informative, and often humorous way. Show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on leaventodaypodcast.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please subscribe and leave a comment. Until then, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 74. If you guys can't believe it, I can hardly believe it. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here, um, coming to you live from the LTP hideaway. Um, we've got a special guest today, which I'll announce in a moment. Uh, but sitting to the left of me is the game changer herself, Jess. Hello. Hit it and quit it. Uh, hello. Mm-hmm. And then sitting to the right of me is the trail master of puppets himself, Udi. Good afternoon. Yes, it is good afternoon yeah. here. Uh, and then sitting right to the left of me is a very special guest, um, friend of the show. Um, all you LTP listeners have to go back to episode 17. And I think there was 17.5. That was mm-hmm. the only time I ever did that uh, because we had so, so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, but a friend of the show, um, filmmaker, that we're very proud of, and a Star Wars uh, expert. Fan, fanboy, expert, yeah, sure, Every lover, of, of, both. Yes, yep. <laughs> it is our good friend Ricky Borba. Hello. The force is unusually strong with him. Welcome. Yes, welcome to the LTP Hideaway. Um, now, Ricky, screaming people. <laughs> yeah, Ricky's here because uh, well, I asked him to be, and <laughs> yes, very. And Ricky's very busy these days. He's just um, he is a filmmaker, so we're going to get into that. I'm uh, going to get into what he's been doing and what's happening for him, and then talk to him about some Star Wars stuff. Um, because that's coming up in 2019 for all the Disney parks here in the United States. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to get his thoughts on some stuff that came out recently. Um, okay, so we're going to get to that. And we have the news mm-hmm. and we have 101. You do. Which we were shocked what? because. What? 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 I know. I thought you said we're going to have to wait till January. I know. But okay. Ricky came, so I decided okay. I would do a special 101. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But after this, she's done till January. I don't know what that means, but I'm excited about it. You'll oh, find you'll out. You'll find <laughs> out. And look, we've got snacks, and we never have snacks. Mm-mm. I thought we were going to have, well, we have special guests. I thought we were going to have special guests. So. Okay. She even asked me my shirt size, so I'm kind of confused as to. She... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, okay. We got that question, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I made I you know. all shirts with my face on it. Wow. Can I burn it? An effigy? <laughs> sure. Okay, done. That's fine. Okay. Say what I made you. Uh, so just real quick business, we have our Patreon page. Uh, so, and, you know, guys, we have got three tiers if you want to help contribute to the show. It's a $1 tier, a $3 tier, and a $5 tier. 
Um, you can pay one time or sign up for the full year. Uh, it's either one dollar, twelve dollars, or no, one dollar thirty-six. Sorry, twelve dollars, thirty-six dollars, or sixty dollars. That go. seems right. Okay. <laughs> if you guys that feel right. yeah, if you guys feel so inclined to do that, there's special prizes that we were working on that we're going to give you for all the only people that do it. And thank you so much for our latest. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Bob? Is it- so I'm not. Sh- I think so. We've been talking a lot on Facebook. Oh. Um. Wonderful, wonderful man. Yeah. Yeah. He is so nice. So um, I have lots of messages with or between him and I going back and forth. It, it's Bob, right? I believe so. It, he, but he spells it B-A-U-B. I think so, yeah. And I don't know if that's his real name. How would you pronounce I'm that, so Ricky? Baub. Baub? Okay, Baub. Um, but I don't know for sure. And I'm, I'm so sorry. I will ask next time. Yes, we'll, we'll get that straight. Yeah. Uh, oh. So you, you can go to leavingtodaypodcast.com and click on the Patreon logo and check it out if that's something you like. Mm-hmm. Awesome. If not, we will still be doing this. Um, also, if we have an Amazon affiliation page, so if you want to go to the same leavingtodaypodcast.com, click on the Amazon logo, do all your holiday shopping through us, everyone wins. Yeah, Dan just asked um, how to find it again, and so I told him, he goes, because I'm starting my holiday shopping, and they just bought a new house. Congratulations, by the way. Congrats. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> um, and they have to buy a bunch of stuff for the house, so he will be doing that all through Amazon through our link for us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Please do that. It helps everyone. And you don't, it's the same price you would pay so we get a small percentage of something. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Rad. Before we get into anything, Udi, what, you've got a venti, I, I know that, V-bean, vanilla bean, and then it looks like comforter or conformist. What does that stand for, please? Chloroform? <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. Chloroform? Let me see. What, what are the letters? C-R-M-F-R. Conformer. That's all I can come up with. You've got a venti bean conformer. It is a frap. Cream. Cream frappuccino. Okay. Ah. Venti, vanilla bean, cream See, frappuccino. I don't drink there you go. coffee, I don't, so I no, don't. No, I don't drink that often. Oh, the CR means cream? <laughs> I think so. You know, my old roommate would have known. Oh, she doesn't know. She's a store manager for Starbucks. Oh. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. Really confused for a few minutes there. <laughs> Chloroform. Chloroform. Yeah. Just <laughs> wait for Rudy to pass out. Read your labels and uh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so we're going to have some fun today. We're going to go over some Star Wars stuff and, and do some live reaction to some new things that we're checking out. And yeah, um, before that, I do want to have a quick, just say something about podcasting and all that stuff is, um, so I never really mentioned other podcasts on this show, but one of the, sh- one of the ones that I really like is a Fresh, Fresh Baked. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, they had a show last week uh, where one of the co-hosts, uh, Sarah, she decided to leave the show to do her own stuff, and that's great. Um, but I was watching the live show, and I was just reading all the reactions to people that were heartbroken and whatnot. And and I just want to say that um, you know I, I know that what we talk about is sometimes silly. <laughs> you know, we, when I say oh we do a Daysland podcast, they go what? But when you get invested in a certain show, and it becomes part of your life. And something changes, it, you all feel it, even though, mm-hmm. you know, so I just, you know, and I know there are some people that like our show that they say that we wish we could do it more and they look forward to it every every Monday. And that speaks volumes to me. So I'm letting you guys know, know that, you know, the, what we do isn't lost on on us. So that wasn't a setup to say you're leaving. No, that's, not, what, that's where I thought it was going. No, 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 no. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying no. And we're not changing at all. The LTP. No. I just... Um, when, to acknowledge that, I do understand how some of these shows become ingrained in your routine and your life. Because there's shows that I like. I, I was like, oh, man, she's leaving? That sucks. But good for her. And mm-hmm. he's still going to do it. And he's going to change things around. And that's great. 
So yeah. Anyways, I just thought I'd say that. Awesome. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So today we're talking about films and or filmmaking in Disneyland and Star Wars. So I'm gonna ask Ricky a couple questions. A, oh, a question. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. So get ready. Yeah, so we're going to play a, a quick game with Ricky. So I pulled out the Disneyland Book of Lists from okay. author Chris Strotter. Uh, before that, just real quick, Jess, we should give a quick shout-out to Marcy. We met her last week in um, Old Town Sacramento. We did. That was so much fun. Yes. She was so sweet. Yes. So hello, hello, Marcy. Yes, hello. Hi, Marcy. I'm sorry I missed uh, you. I was working with that guy. Yeah. yeah. She was such a pleasure. But we missed her yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah we I know, did. I know we, we did miss her, too. She but. didn't realize who I was. I said Jessica, and she was like, "Oh, hi!" And I said from the Leaving Tape podcast, and she gave me a hug. But she had just she's been meeting so many people that it didn't register. And then Mark showed up, said well, he was from the podcast, and she looks at me and she goes, "Wait, I thought you were this Jessica." She goes, "You're that Jessica, the one that I made cry." And she's like, "Give me another hug." <laughs> yeah. And people were standing in line going, "Gosh, she she must like really know these people." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. She was so sweet. Yeah, we got to get her back on and um, mm-hmm. for more. For more, and the, we're gonna do a Walt Disney Family Museum trip with her, and yep. hopefully mm-hmm. Michael Bowling to Chicago. No, no, here in San Francisco. What's yeah. the one in Chicago? Isn't that the Star Wars one? No, no, there's a Walt Disney one in Chicago. Oh, mm-hmm. it's it's house. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, his house. Yeah, okay. Where's the Star Wars museum? I don't know that there um, is one. Or aren't they planning to do one? The George Lucas one's going to be in Los Angeles. They were talking about doing a Star Wars one in Chicago, too. But, but I don't that know fell why. Through. Okay, okay. That one fell yeah. through? Okay. Now it's L.A. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. good. Why is it like in Marin? Politics. Okay. Yeah. It should be There's in the Presidio, no... man. Sure. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. So speaking of films, this book says there are 10 Disneyland attractions that are not based on films or books. Now, is this... Originally, they were Disneyland, or like right now, because my no, first thought was no, no, this they were done before any movie was done. Okay, on so Pirates would count then. Pirates most definitely counts. Okay, okay, I'm gonna give you. There's ten listed here, and I will probably knock off two or three because some of them go way back. So probably before your ride, like People Mover. Like, does that count? Uh, or, or do they have to be like? Do you need a pen? Rides with animatronics. Well, they don't list People Mover on here. But I would totally say that that actually mm-hmm. it would count. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Pirates, People Mover. Okay, People Mover's on the list. But okay. Haunted Mansion was not a movie at the time. That's correct. Do you know when that opened, Ricky? I do. Like 64? You're off, but you're in the first. That, that's the right decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 67? Well, it was actually probably there physically in 64, 65, but okay. didn't open until 69. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay so we've got... Um, Paris, Paris of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion. Carousel of Progress. Is that listed in here? It should be because it was not a movie. Mm-hmm. I doubt it's going to be listed. How much you want to bet it? It is not. Okay. It is not, but oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Um, so they're saying some, some things don't count, like Carousel of Progress okay. and it's a small okay. world because they were in part of the World's Fair. Part oh, of the World's uh, Fair. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Okay, okay so. I have a couple in my head. You're after a good spot, spot so far. Mm-hmm. We'll go with. Uh, you walk in, you're right there. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick it tomorrow. And like, do the rockets count? Because there was no movie based on like Disneyland rockets at the time. Am These I too are, obscure? Do I need to be more like? No, I mean the, you're doing exactly yeah, what yeah. I would be yeah. doing. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So, but the rocket, the rocket, as no, is not on there. Okay. The Astro Orbiter. Or, I yeah, guess. That's, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Keep they were called going. the Rocket Jets before or something. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Uh, oh, no, those count because that's, that's um, 
Palace of Wonderland. I was gonna say the teacups, but that that doesn't count. Okay, uh, Country Bear. For, um, oh, that's a good guess, right? You know? mm -hmm. But that's not there. There's no. only ten. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay, one of them. Um, two, three of uh, three of them are not there anymore. But you would probably know two of the three. Me or him? Him. Either of you two. One of them is um, uh, obscure. I would know this one because I'm older. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one. Okay. The first one I think is going to be the hardest one is the adventure through inner, inner space. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, 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 you I, I went on that. Yes. Okay. I remember seeing myself as a small person at the yes, end. Yes, exactly right. right. Yeah, okay, yeah. so there you go. Okay. By Monsanto. Okay. <laughs> My favorite yes. company yeah. ever. Um, That's good. So Ricky does go back. Yeah, totally, totally. This is great. Um, I, I want to say Tom Sawyer Island, but that was definitely movies. That does not count. Does Frontierland Guns count? Nope, nope. Bet you're getting warmer. You're in. You're in the ballpark because mm -hmm. that was out. That's what I was thinking about right there. I. Uh, you're in the right. You're in the. You're in the right land yeah, for that. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. There's only one major major attraction in front of you there. Well, you can say the Mark Twain is a major attraction, but there's something else in there. Right. Uh, but it's Indiana Jones is the is the one I'm thinking of. Uh -uh. No, that's Adventureland. That's Land. A, oh, Frontierland. Frontierland. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Thunder Mountain. Yes. Okay. Hey. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to knock two off of that okay. because, Frontier. Uh, yeah, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is one. Mm -hmm. And the ride before that, the mine train was yeah. not based I would have never guessed that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And you go, and there's Cinderella's castle, there's Sleeping Beauty's castle, there's, I mean, everything there is based on a movie. Man, that's a tough, that's a tough list. What are we at? What are we at? How many do we have? Five? Four? Uh, he's got, you see, Knocked Off of Adventure Through Inner Space, mm -hmm. Big Thunder, mm -hmm. Mine Train, mm -hmm. Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. So you, how many is that? Can four? You four. Yes, I'd like to. I'd like oh, to tap um, he, got, he, got, he got, <laughs> he got pirates. He got pirates. pirates. Uh -huh. five. five. So he's five short. Yeah. Okay. Can you phone a friend? Tap a friend. I'm gonna tap a friend. He's tapping a friend. Yes. Okay. Matterhorn. Oh, no, Matterhorn was based on a movie, The Third Man from the Mountain. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're oh Space Mountain. Then. There you go. Space Mountain's not listed here. It should what? be. There's no Space Mountain movie. Yeah. I know. There's not. I don't know why. So that's that we're that, giving. We're giving. No, you, could, you should could, get that. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that you should have that. Thank you. Thank you. No, Black Hole came out after. Oh yeah, way after. Yeah, you need way to after. go. You need to go back to where you were though. We're like, gonna have other to have side of the, the show. We are, we okay. We've been saying it, and we need to uh -huh. do it. We need. We need to have back on. So, okay. Does go back nope, to Adventureland? Yes, Adventureland has something. Oh, Tiki for, Tiki Room. Yes, the Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's I'm not, not doing too bad here. You're no, you're not. You're doing, really you're, right. you're, yeah. you're doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm walking through the park Should in my mind. Should he stay now. in yep. that park, Mark? Or stay. in that in that land? No. 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 Everything else was based on a movie. Really? The you, other you, one was? Yeah. The Journal Cruise? Yeah. Yeah, it's based on African Queen. Yeah. And oh, that's right, because the boats. But it's also based on Walt Disney's True Life Adventures. Yes. Right. So, so this combination of that. Yeah. But there's something. Uh, where, what, what land are we currently in? Are you, are you in my mind? Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to keep going back to Tomorrowland because I feel like there is something in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Oh. There's actually two in Tomorrowland. Oh, okay. Autotopia. Yes. Okay. Autopia is mm -hmm. definitely not based on anything. Right. What are we at? Seven now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. She's got seven. He's got th uh, two more, basically. Uh, so there's three left. Um, yeah. Ironically, they're all in Tomorrowland. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. One is, this is a really big hint. You guys can't jump in. I, I, yeah. One was, it's in tomorrow. What, do you want to say it? It's on the cover of the book. Let's see. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. But um, one is. Oh, that counts the the tram that takes people back. The monorail. Mm -hmm. The monorail. Yes, the monorail is one. I wouldn't consider that a ride. Okay. Oh, but but people do. Yep, I do. Okay. Okay. One is also. (laughs) Was it the cart? The 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 things that were over the park that you sat in that went. Yes. Okay. The The sky. The skyway. 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 Yes. And there's one more. I will. What land? Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Right. Oh, it's in Tomorrowland? Ooh, boy. Is it still there? It is. Oh. Is it okay. the arcade? No, that that's that's, that's gone. gone. Well, I know, but I... Oh, yeah. We're okay. upset. I, I that, where'd that giant X-Wing go, by the way? It's still hanging. Is it? No way. Isn't no. that... They well, have the, I, they put, it's up in the... But isn't that where the Space Mountain queue is now? Yeah, but I thought they changed it. I'm almost positive oh, they changed nope. it. Then they probably put, they're probably put it somewhere in Galaxy's Could Edge. Be. Could so be. I'm going to give you a hint, Ricky. This attraction originally came out in 1959... It was, uh, it went dark for a couple years and reemerged based on a movie, based on a Pixar movie. And I don't think you would like it, but I bet oh, your daughters oh, like oh, it. Oh, oh, no! Is it the? Wasn't that? It's based not. On it's a not li- the mermaid. It's not Little Nemo's submarines because that was Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah, that was based off That's of a movie. movie. Uh, Before then. The submarines. Well, when, it, when it first came out, it wasn't. Oh, it no. wasn't twenty thousand leagues nope. under sea. No, it was just called the submarine voyage. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Because I was. That's why I avoided that one. Okay. Okay. I think that's it. I, I think we did pretty good. Yep. You actually you did, did better. You did. You, you I did better than you did. Very, very, very impressed. Yeah. Very impressed. In fact, you did better than the author did because you wow. came up with things that he didn't come up with. Yeah. Let's let's write him. Oh, he's been on our show. Yeah. Christian yeah. Power. He has been. Wonderful. We're gonna get him back in. Super nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking for? Good start, Rob. I was going to see what his oh. pillbox... Oh, there it is. Your pillbox looks really cool. Oh, yeah. What? Thank you. About. We have the same headphones, just yeah. different he has a, different Star Wars an, characters. I have an Imperial one. He has a Boba Fett one. Same company. That's the Imperial one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the Resistance one. No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you a quick question. I should know. When did these logos show up? These weren't in the original ones, were they? Yeah, they, the Imperial mm-hmm. logo was. Yep. Yeah. Who who had? When when did we first see this logo? Um, Ford, New Hope. Yeah. Who you will? Where? Tie fighter helmets pilot. of the. I know the Death Star oh, pilot, right. pilot helmet had yeah. it. The Tie Fighter guys had them. Tie Fighter pilot, pilot guys, but they're always dark, mm-hmm. and they had well, the thing. Well, it was here. Yeah, the Rebel insignia on was on Luke's helmet. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not gonna question you. You guys, you're well, right. <laughs> you could question me, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're I, gonna have the right answer. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Didn't even I just knew that. I Be, did actually. <laughs> I being told that, you that. I, I trilled it up this weekend, I'm good. Okay. I'm fresh off of them. <laughs> oh, okay. I finished return this morning. I'm like, oh, oh boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, I had a long weekend. Oh, you're coming out hot. I had free time. Sorry. Okay. My fault. No worries, man. No. Okay, so um, with that, gosh, see, we're going to go off on some tangents because now I have a bunch of questions. Um, Wait for it. We'll get there. For what? The news? No, for the questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so actually, uh, now let's go to our news. <laughs> you, listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Tonight's news is brought to you by Expedition Roasters Coffee, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. And with the holidays right around the corner, if you're looking for a special gift that's only around for a limited time, 
you may want to think about picking up a bag of the happiest brew that ever sailed. Available now. And don't forget, when you're at checkout, to enter our discount code LTP20 for 20% off your very first purchase. That's Expedition Roasters Coffee, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. Yeah, okay. So we've got a few. You have no idea what the news is yet, Ricky. I don't. So, um, oh, we would be very... Uh, foolish of us not to acknowledge someone's birthday today. I was going to do that, but feel free. Is that part of your one-on-one? I just had it, like, as a mention, but well, no. go ahead. No, 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 hit it. Ricky, is it your birthday today? No. Okay. Punch it, Chewy. <laughs> uh, today is the 90th birthday of Mickey Mouse. Oh. And Minnie Mouse. And Minnie Mouse. Uh, I was going to say, Minnie. don't forget. He drew them on the same day, huh? Did he? Steamboat Willie. That's, that's when they first, Wait. like, debuted. Oh, debut of... Uh, like so his I thought birthday. you guys were talking about the day he invented the characters. <laughs> no. So, yeah, his 90th today. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Very cool. It all began with a mouse. Don't forget. It did. Yes, it did. Okay, so our news. And um, so Destination D happened this weekend. In fact, it's probably still going on. What's the difference between that and D23? Uh, well, D23 is a sponsorship fan fan, fan club for okay. Disneyland. Um, and I, I think that one is just on one coast and one's on the other, other coast. Um, both are equally cool. Um, but I think they're run independent of each other. Is my understanding. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do want to be going to D23 next summer. Is that summer of 19? Yes. Mm-hmm. So hit that up, then go to the park and go to Galaxy's Edge. Is that the plan? Yeah, I'm sure no one else is going to be doing that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, nobody. That only you, only yeah. people have that mm-hmm. idea. In fact, we didn't even think about that until yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. Thanks for bringing <laughs> that up now. Right. Um, so before we get into all the, good, all the good news that came out of that, let's go through some stuff that happened. Um so we, we talked recently about uh, it was election day here in California, uh, November 7th, 6th. 6th. Mm-hmm. OK. And um, so a lot of stuff was on hold for Disneyland because of the Disneyland Hotel. So the recent elections in, in Anaheim favored Disney stuff. OK. OK. Uh, so it appears that Disney endorsed candidates again have a majority in Anaheim City Council. Disney-backed candidates Jordan Brandom and Trevor O'Neill won two of the three available city council seats. Disney also backed the campaign, the campaign of former council member Henry Sidhu, who won his bid to become Anaheim's mayor. The three will join council member Lucille Kring on the seven personal council. And yes, Disney did contribute $2,000 to the fund, and that's the maximum you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. If they could do 2001, they would have. Yeah, of course. Uh, while Anaheim now has a Disney-friendly council, Measure L may throw a wrench in Disney's future development plans. The living wage initiative, which man- mandates certain employees within the Anaheim Resort District to pay workers at least $15 mm-hmm. per hour, Yay. appears to have squeaked out a narrow victory. Wow. Though the Orange County Register of Voters uh, has until December 6th to certify the results, opponents of the measure concede defeat. Uh, last week. Mm. As written, Measure L applies only to Anaheim Resort district businesses that receive tax breaks from the city. So uh, didn't Disney say they don't want tax breaks anymore? Interesting. Yep. After Disney voluntarily yep. withdrew from two tax rebate agreements in October, the Anaheim City Attorney issued an opinion saying the measure would not apply to Disney should it pass. Proponents of the measure have threatened to take the matter to court. For its part, Disney has briefly said it will look outside Anaheim for future development opportunities if the initiative passes. Meanwhile, Disney has already reached agreements with unions that represent more than a third of all hourly workers to raise minimum wages to $15 by January 1st next year. Um, 
That's the legal good. battle almost certainly looming to determine whether Marshall applies to Disney Resort. Even a Disney-friendly city council may not be enough to get the canceled fourth hotel project back on the drawing board. So anyways, what does this mean? Um, it just means things are going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be pay- paying attention to what's going on in this fourth hotel because that and future developments kind of lie in the balance of what's going on with the Anaheim City Council. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't have an opinion on that except that just people that are interested in that in that sort of thing, just you can pay attention. Well, like like I've said in the past, it's a lot of gamesmanship right now going back and forth yeah. between Anaheim and Disney. So there you go. More of it and more of it as we go along. Yeah, but so but Disney favored um, council members will probably mean we're gonna see something come out of that. Could be. Could uh, okay. Be. Okay, so New concept art for the Spider-Man attraction in DCA. Did you see that, Ricky? DCA meaning? Disney California, California Adventure. Adventure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know the train turning out to Marvelland, uh, part of it. I did not know that. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. What part of it? Jazz. Bugsland. Oh. And? Um, and? Bugsland has been exterminated. It's been well, exterminated. <laughs> really? It's yep. good. Yeah, no more. It's all done. No, all no, gone. But it's all closed gone. and there's yeah. walls up. Not enough people to? It's It's old. Kids don't. It's not. I don't think it's people. They they just want to push it's, Marvel into mm-hmm. the parks, and this is a good and this spot. is it's the perfect spot. I remember from episode seventeen, you weren't thrilled about Star Wars being a part of the park. Is this something you're also uh, not thrilled about? No, because it's not in my park, so yeah. it's fine. Her park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And my name's right when you drive up. Yeah. I mean, my name is there. Yeah. Yep. I have my own parking spot too. Um, but you know some of the some of the attractions there. Like remember Flix Flyers? Yeah, my kids. We just went for my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. So Flix Flyers, the bumper cars, mm-hmm. the um, Hamlet's Choo Choo Train. Mm-hmm. That yes. And then there's a water mm-hmm. one. Yeah, where yeah. you can play in the water. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. all gone. Yep, it's all gone. Yeah, of, of all the things you mentioned, one of those is going to see new life in Pixar's Pier. One of the favorite things over there was the movie theater with the bugs in the chairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that gone? Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah. They gone. got rid of that too? The whole, the whole area is gone. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be looking like this now. Okay. So, That's so, kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm glad you like it. Uh, no, it's going to be, it's oh, it going to be incredible. Yeah, I've got it up. Okay. The and there's, you can see Guardians in the background. Yeah. Of that, that picture, I just noticed. You can? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at, in the back, you can see Guardians. I see Spider-Man. When, Keep going behind it. slated to open. Oh, yeah. Um, it's 2020. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, so that kind of gives you, that's your perspective of how you're looking at it. So that's Guardians. So this looks like, to me, this is like kind of. Where the bathrooms were, the right? The bathrooms were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you've got like Stark Industries. That's It's going to it's gonna be really cool. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'll say that the Spider-Man ride will reside in the former theater building for It's Tough mm-hmm. to be a Bug. Yeah. Seeing me themed on the left side of the concept art, which we'll put online. Disney has yet to fully confirm or announce this particular attraction, other than there being a Spider-Man ride under development. Um, but rumor has it that guests will be able to sling some web along with Spidey come 2020. So what we think this is is going to be more like a um, Buzz Lightyear type of thing. and That uh, bothers me. And... Um, the other ride, the t- uh, Toy, Toy, Toy Story, Story Mania, Mania yep. where you shoot at a target. With I, love, I love both of those rides. Do you? I oh, so, so like you'd be down with this? Mm-hmm. I love them, but I feel like we don't need a third. Yeah, that is where I'm but at. But there's not Do one in California three? Adventure, so... Oh, well, Toy Story Mania is. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yep. Okay, all right. But I mean, still, but I mean, I'm hope. But then again, weren't they saying that it, that might be more of a... 
one where it's like you're like swinging through the yes. air with him. Yes. With the webs. Well, remember those um, patent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, is that going to incorporate into that? I wonder. I was I was hoping so. Hmm. That would make it a little bit better. Yeah. Hmm. I just don't didn't think there was that much room. Yeah. In that theater. Well, what's on the other side of that? Is it art animation? Um. Oh, like behind it? Yeah. Uh, that would be. No, it's the restaurant. It's Cattell? Is that what, or no? Is it not not My not brain's not, not uh, Cattell? Right it's now. a Carthay Circle. Or? Yeah, because it's right there, and then yeah, because it's a Carthay Circle, and then it's uh, Playhouse Disney, is right here, and then the next one would be, like the bathrooms, and then okay, like off the page and that kind of stuff. So uh, that's a ways down. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's that's what's right back there. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll see how that yeah. goes. I mean, we only have a couple of years to wait. Okay. Yeah, no but there was a lot of stuff coming in Marvel yeah. Land, um, yeah. a new new giant roller coaster and stuff. So we're going to see how it all goes. Are you um, okay with Marvel coming to? DC? Yeah, I would have. If you would have told me they were going to knock out a par- part of California Adventure to do this, I would have said it was going to be where the Muppet Theater was mm-hmm. and the hot dogs. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. whole place to me, except Hollywood. for Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, except for the um, Monsters Inc. ride. Yeah. Is, to me, is uh, Pointless. I don't understand anything over there. It, it just seems like a big waste of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. they, have, they have that nice Instagram wall that you took a picture of, right? Isn't that what we yeah, were talking but, about? Yes, I love that wall. But, <laughs> I mean, that's where I would have thought this would have gone. They might expand to it, you know? Yeah. Because, but I don't see how. If they do, they're going to have to get rid of uh, Frozen, which is, is fine. Um, the theater. The, the theater where Aladdin right. was. Mm-hmm. Right. What did you say? Frozen. Okay. You know what to do. Frozen. Yeah. The, the F word. Yeah. I dropped the F word. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. So. That word is not allowed on this show. Got it. Even if we're <laughs> talking about our favorite drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or like my toes are frozen. Yep. Yeah. Right now they really three. are. You're three. <laughs> okay. Next $3. news okay. item uh, that came out. And this actually, I, I put them in order, was the new Star Wars hotel information came out. Yeah. I have not heard anything about this. This is all new information to me. Other than the fact that I know they're going to have themed characters walking around. I know that. Yeah, we're not mm-hmm. getting one yet. Uh-uh. If this is on the East Coast. This will be Florida. So so what's going to happen, though, Ricky, and this is interesting you bring that up, is because what we think is going to happen is that they are going to put it out in Florida first. That isn't going to happen. And then see how it works and then mm. make another version here mm-hmm. with an exclusive entrance into our version. And the Florida Star Wars land opens in the winter. Like it this does. time yeah. next year, right? Yeah. yeah. So they're about four months behind us right yeah. now. With everything going okay. on over there, okay, just because they have to build a hotel, and WDI is not in Florida, uh, that's what Disney Imagining. Uh, so they're only like thirty minutes from Anaheim. Yeah, There's, so it's we're give me awesome. the comparison for Star Wars Land in terms of its size compared to what portion of Disneyland is it comparable to? That's a great question. It's Seventeen acres or something. I it's, remember it's fourteen, 14 acres. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, and nothing this big has been. Uh, oh really? Built for yeah. Because I hear fourteen acres, I think little drop in the bucket. No, no. I mean, I'll just give you a perspective. Um, the new ride, which we had been calling uh, the Battle Escape, which we knew how we now we have a name for it, uh, Rise of the Resistance. Resistance. Mm-hmm. That particular attraction is three and a half. Uh, no, it's three three and a half acres. Right. And so what you go, well, I don't know what that means. Um, new Orleans Square is like three acres. Yeah. By itself. Yeah. yeah. So that's just one wow. attraction. That, okay. Yeah. Have you seen it? What's it going? It, it, it looks like you were here when they were building the regional mall, which is, um, what's in the mall here? The Galleria? Yeah, the Galleria. Yeah. 
Remember, you were living here when they were building that, right? No, not? I came 2008. I, I was here when, when that kid burned it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Well, it, oh, yeah, for the most that. part, this attraction looks like they have two or three, like, Macy's together. It's huge. Like a two or three story it's Macy's huge. next to each other, just building. I have intentionally not done a whole bunch of digging on Star Wars Land because I want to be surprised, but I did I did watch those three videos yeah. yesterday just to get my whistle wet, you know? Yeah. In fact, we walked around there in July because mm-hmm. we stayed right behind it. We're just taking pictures going, this is crazy, mm-hmm. this is crazy, this is mm-hmm. crazy. Um, so, yeah, that, that one attraction is about the size of New Orleans Square. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's huge. It's huge. Are you still not happy about it? No, not happy at all. Um, not happy at all. They're ruining everything. <laughs> everything. Um, so I'll read the quick description. Um, for all the world speculation of walkways connecting to the hotel, Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, and Disney's Hollywood Studios, it appears that guests will actually be transported via some type of shuttle bus vehicle that will keep them in the story while bringing them to the planet of Batu. Also interesting is that the hotel will handle security for the park when guests arrive and check in. The idea here is that you will be enclosed in this immersive experience for a set amount of time, only traveling between Hollywood Studios and the hotel's luxury starship. Hmm. So they won't take you out of it by passing you through the metal detectors and bag check. Hmm. According to the permits, rooms come in two sizes, a regular-sized cabin and a larger first-class cabin. That's probably made for Ricky. Mm-hmm. The first floor has 32 regular <laughs> cabins and first two and first and two first-class cabins. If the second floor has the same layout, the Star Wars Hotel could have as little as 68 rooms. Wow. Hmm. This is going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That plan that you're looking at right now, I'm sure you guys are looking at it. Mm-hmm. The far left is like the driveway where you pull up and then you shuttle right in. Yeah. Are you talking about the top photo? This one with the yes. Okay. Yeah, what you're pointing to. Um, and then if you zoom in, then there there's the dining room um, arrival That's... expectations. Okay, I don't know how to work this computer. Wow. Huh. That's going to be interesting. Go right ahead. Okay, I like it. So I guess what's going to happen is you're going to check in and for an extended stay and you're going to be part of a story and going to be not taking out of the element. You're going to be transported via special shuttle from Love the hotel it. to the park. Yeah. Love it. Oh, totally. Would you, how much would you pay for something like that? That is the question. Well, first off, would you go with yourself or would you take the kids? Uh, I have five kids. I know you do. <laughs> that's, what, that's why I'm asking you. I would love to take my kids, so let's just hope the movie does well. <laughs> and yeah. a couple bucks, but on our current yeah. budget, uh, it'd probably just be Nikki and I. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. But would your kids feel resentment if you went? No, I no, not for Star Wars. They love Star Wars, yeah. but not like I do. I mean, no. if I was telling them I was going to like you know, the F word land or something like that, <laughs> my two little ones might be. But no, I think they're at the age now they know like Star Wars is Dad's thing. Okay, but I would pay cool. five hundred dollars a night for that. Really? For that for a room there? Maximum five hundred. I think no. Well, I'll just no, put it. He would go, he it's would gonna go more. be more than that. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's gonna be double. Disneyland Hotel is like five, guess, yeah. five. Disneyland Hotel yeah. is ridiculous. It's five eighty two. Yeah. I'm not talking about Grand California. I know. Yeah. So I have to start saving, start saving now. Saving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pony up. Okay. Well, I would do it. No matter the price, I would figure out a way to do it and have that experience. You know. Really. Even though it was just for one time. I'm, yeah. I'm really good though at like getting things for free so I would really start working my angles <laughs> really oh absolutely I went to Disneyland last year I won't say any names but we went for my 40th birthday mm-hmm. my entire family five day hopper passes did not pay a dime wow really mm-hmm. that's awesome <sighs> you, you and you and yeah. Kathleen Kennedy must be close yeah. okay mm-hmm. like that <laughs> for awesome. five days mm-hmm. would you stay we had our own hotel. Okay. But the hopper passes were, you know, they covered. were given, covered. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. That's really cool. 
Huh. We gotta figure that. Out. We gotta figure that out. Yeah. Really. Well, I mean, it was it was it was my fortieth, and not to get sad or anything, but my mom had just passed. It she a, did. Yeah, it was a friend Start of my mom, them. and she's like, I want to bless you guys. I know that your mom oh. was supposed to go with you on this trip. Oh, for your she 40th. was. So she's like, I want to take care of you guys. So okay. It was That's awesome. It was a friend who who's very close to the park and very gotcha. cool. For us. Awesome. It was awesome. We were only supposed to go four days, and then on the last day there, um, she came over. She's like, Hey, do you guys want to go one more day? And my kids went bananas, and she made it happen again. So we were there for five oh, days. Very it was cool. Really awesome. awesome. Yeah, because a family of five, five going. I mean, we oh, were six at the time. Five yeah. days. It's a lot. It was going to be two thousand two hundred thirty-eight dollars, mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. just for tickets. Mm-hmm. Just for tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. That's crazy cash. Yeah. So it was. It was. It was awesome. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm already uh, thinking of angles how I could do this how whole you Disneyland can do that. thing. Yep. Yeah. There you go. We're going to wait a couple of years. Direct an episode of The Mandalorian. That'll there you be go. one of my perks. Yeah. Heck gonna, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, let's see. Disney, uh, DCA's Festival of Holiday Returns for 2018. Uh, the Festival of Holidays Returns for 2018 with over 60 different food and drink selections to choose from. The Sip and Savor Pass, previously available only to annual pass holders, is now available to everyone, including Ricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the passport provides eight tasting portions of select food and beverages items from participating festival marketplace stalls. All food items and non-alcoholic beverages from those stalls are included. The pass is forty-nine dollars um, and fifty-four for everyone else. Okay. okay, so that basically works like the food and wine festival last yeah. spring. So you get a thing that's great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll zip through that one. Uh, that's probably something you should check out if you're there. I think that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't been to that one, but I've I been to either. the spring one, the Food and Wine food Festival. And I it's, loved that. Yeah, that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so more candy cane dates in 2018. Yay. So where's Jay to talk about this? I know. Hey, Hi, Jay. Jay. Hello, Jay. Uh, hey, Jay. Uh, Dis- hi, hi, Jay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Disney and Candy Canes were once one of those little Disney gems known to only a small group of fans. Social media helped spread the word, but it was a Food Network special that really made these scratch-made treats famous. In 2014, Disney expanded the offering to trolley treats and, and doubled the number of days that are available. For 2018, Disney has added even more dates, mm-hmm. with Candy Canes available at a whopping 28 days between Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. That's really cool. No discounts apply, and there's a limit of one candy cane per person. Uh, it used to be two. It used to be two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney says that all candy canes sold will be made fresh at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, resort. Awesome. All right. Uh, we'll put those dates online. Uh, it's coming up. They start on the 23rd. And of this month, right? Yes. The day after right. Thanksgiving. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. <clears throat> and that's at, DC, uh, that's at Disneyland. And then DCA starts on the 24th. Awesome. Okay. All right, so new souvenir, sorry, new Starbucks tumblers for Disneyland and DCA have been released. Um, I love them. I love them too. I like the Disneyland one more than the DCA one, but I do I do enjoy this very much. I was just going to say that. The one at Disneyland looks awesome. It does. You've got Toad mm-hmm. over here. You've got the um, Tiki's yep. from the uh, Tiki Room. You've got your zippity doodah with Splash. I like it. And then you got Mickey as a Dapper Dan. Like, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong. What is what is the special thing about the Starbucks ones? They look like a Starbucks logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, they. it's a Disney version. So, okay. yeah, right. you're just, you know, paying Well, for you've it. got um, the Matterhorn, bottom left. Bottom yep. left, yeah. And oh, 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 you see, oh, oh, It's the I same see. one, it's, yeah. This is flipped. Correct. Ah. Right. Oh, yeah, isn't this? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, <laughs> that, you're like, me, why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah, but, um, uh, what is... Teacup in there, small world what? in there. But hold on, I, 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 when was the last time we saw a toad on anything? I know, right? That's great. I know, and that's why I want it before they, 
you know, cut when you go, out of... When are you, you going next? Never. Yes. I'm not going mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, to Disneyland? Yeah. Okay. I've lost my, my drive. Yeah? It goes like this with her. Yeah, but lately it's been like this. Yes. But, you know, I thought about that real quick. Here Wait. we go on an LTB tangent. Okay, here we go. So, if you want to protest them by not going, uh-huh. who are you hurting? Myself. Yes. Why would you... Why are you protesting them? What, what happened? The crowds. It's just... It's too much. Every, it's, there's no good times to go anymore? Never. Well, I mean, it's always a good time, right? I think yeah. what set her off was a couple episodes ago, um, we had a picture of oh boy. people lined up out, outside to get into the park. Mm-hmm. And it went all the way down, like where the buses, like where they drop you off, that line was all the way down the harbor. Yep. Down to where you get, cross the street, yeah, just, just to, to get, get in. security. Just to, yeah. And she was livid with yep. that. I, yeah, I flipped my top. It's just, it's too much now. Yeah, how can they fix it? Staggered, like certain last name letters go in certain days. Well, if they're, if your name Ricky Borba, you don't be part of the yeah, yeah, well, But just, that's me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you just walk through. No, I think that they just they need to lower their max capacity. Yep. And they need to lower the amount of people that they let into that mm-hmm. park. It's just it's too much. There you go. And I mean, yeah. and I mean, they do a great job with security, but the more and more people that get in there, the more and more dangerous it can get for somebody to get in there and do something because they can hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's, if you look at it in that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that could happen with two people there if one of them is bad. Well, yeah, no, but I'm just saying they can hurt more. Like, more people. I, more oh, people, yeah, as more a whole. people in there. Yeah. yeah. Like as a, yeah. But I mean, it'll come back. It's just right now, I just, I can't. It's just too many. And when Galaxy's Edge opens, it's going to be ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna we be were there the insane. day Cars Land opened. Was it crowded? Crazy. It was like two hour wait just to get the fast pass for cars. Which is probably sold out by the yeah. time we got there. Yeah. Mark, I do have a question. What is the bottom above the Matterhorn? Yeah. Next to Toad. What is that? Uh, I have a black and white version, so you have to show me. Hold on, I got you. You can zoom. It's in like, your a, like a horse carousel. Right? Like something like that? What is that? Oh oh to me that looks like a table at the Plaza Inn or Carnation Cafe. Okay, okay. Does that look like that? I see two benches. Oh, okay. I see chairs at yeah, the table. Okay, chair. so it's okay. All right. You see London, you see France. I do. Oh, it's a small yeah. world's up there, too. And small world's I, I mentioned that, and then you have... Yeah, that's a washed out of my version. Yeah, and then you have Can Tiki, or the... Uh, well, what's this? Is that Tiki room up there? Yep. Yeah, he's playing the drum. The oh, gotcha. Playing the drum. Okay. That's and a cool mug. Uh, oh, is that Haunted Mansion I see now? That? What is that? Oh no! No. Oh, that's uh, that's a lot going down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me see, Udi Booty. That's his nickname from my mother. There's something up there too. Right there. How much do these things cost? I don't know. Right. Right. Oh, it's a 30 pineapple. Bucks. Thirty bucks. Oh yeah. Thirty bucks for this? It's a I don't pineapple. Know. It looks like it to me. Oh yeah. You see it? Okay. I couldn't because well, I wouldn't pay thirty bucks for this. But oh. I might have to get one of these because at work we have a. You have to bring your own cup now, which is good. It's it's a really nice cup. Ceramic, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I will get that. Um, okay. I'm just waiting for all the other coffee mugs to yeah. come out, like the, the lands. Yeah. Are there more coming out? Well, we, they only have three. What do we have? We've got Fantasyland, Adventureland, and New Orleans. Yeah. And you have everybody Well, has one, right? I have all three of okay. them. Okay. I thought there's two Disneyland ones, and then there's two land ones. But the first one... The like the pink Disneyland one is considered the Fantasyland one. There's a, I think there's a fourth one that came out. It's only seventy seven percent full. Is that still too much already? No, I can handle that. What's this? Mouse no. weight. Yeah, we <laughs> oh, see how many knows. people are in the park. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you can. Yeah, I think there's three. I have three. I have New Orleans, mm-hmm. Adventureland, 
and the Fantasyland Disneyland one. Okay. But I was expecting like a Tomorrowland. Yes. A Main Street would be where's cool. The, where's the Frontierland one? That's what I'm saying. So they've got to be coming out. Yeah. That, so I just I have to keep an eye out. Cause yes, for sure. Someone's going to have to buy me one and mail it to me. Okay. Because I'm not going. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, You're it's going. a small okay. This is uh, Udi wanted me to, re- to report on this he, one. It's very important. It's a small world holiday overlay. Will open up on the 11th. Oh, it's open now. It is open. Um, so that's good for you, Udi. Uh-huh. No, no, you can go down there. No. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, before we get into the exciting Star Wars stuff, the one last thing I wanted to say: we don't ever talk about this park, but I thought I'd bring it up because it's important for Southern California and Disneyland. Is Knott's Berry Farm? Uh, you ever go there, Ricky? Once. Once you've I, I can't do. I get really sick on roller coasters, so even oh. there's half the rides at Disneyland I can't go on. You don't take any special medication to go on the. Mm-mm. Okay, no. I do. I have to. Really? What do I, you take? Dramine. Makes me tired. Does it make you tired? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me tired. I went on because everybody was like, "You need to go on Guardians." Oh, uh, I went on Guardians to. once last year, and it wrecked me for four hours. Like I had to sit down in in wow. Cars Land. For like an hour and a half, my family went on rides, and then the next two hours, I was still like not able to. It wrecks me. What do you have to do in that situation? Just sit down and sit just... down and just not focus on anything. Otherwise, everything spins. It's bad, and it gets worse as you're older. So like, I can't yeah. even do somersaults anymore. No, I, I can't do those either. Yeah. But um, wow, yeah, I have you, no issue. You gotta take the some. Older I, can, I get, oh, one the of them. More there's a, there's a non-drowsy version. You know what's sad is that <laughs> Star Tours is getting to be almost unbearable to me. It's always been like I'm gonna power through this, but now it's almost to the point where it's unbearable. Oh. I can't, I can't even go on that I with drama. I can't do Star Tours. Yeah. I just I don't like it. It's, yeah. It makes me nauseous. Weak, weak, weak. That's all. Yeah. I'll do it. I do it every time. Agreed. But, <laughs> weak, yep. But okay. I am miserable after that, and I yeah. need to go have a churro and sit down and not mm, do anything. Churro, that sounds right. good. Oh, yeah. see, if I'm miserable, I'm not eating anything. Oh, no. I'm sure you didn't have anything to eat when you were sick, right? I remember eating <laughs> a chocolate shake after. That was oh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll, real quick, Knott's Berry Farm, a new expedition in an uncharted territory awaits eager explorers in the, with the upcoming debut That's of cool. Calico River Rapids, opening at Knott's Berry Farm in summer of 2019. Um, Knott's White Water Raft Ride, currently known as Bigfoot Rapids, will undergo a major renovation with the addition of new features to the attraction, including a new animatronics Theme show scenes and new story overlay with plenty of dynamic water effects. Awesome. Calico River Rapids will take voyagers on a search for a new land through the outskirts of Calico. Raptors will encourage a variety of wild surprises along the way, such as roaring rapids and indigenous wildlife. Hmm. Um, so, anyways, I brought that up That's be- neat. because um, number one, I think it's important for Nasberry Farm to do well. These two parks are tied together, they even are. though they're completely separately owned, but they are. They have a history with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, without Calico, without Timber Creek Lodge, there would be no Splash Mountain. I'll just say that. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it's because it's based off of that, and. So when and when Knott's Berry Farm will do this, Disney Imagineering will take a look at what they're doing. Oh, for sure. And they, I've heard rumors of them wanting to up up to um, the, the Grizzly River run. They need to. And the things I've heard is that they want to incorporate Country Bird Jamboree bears into that, and have some sort of mine attraction outside of it, going around the mountain. This oh. is these are things that I've heard. Like a ride? Like I a- think so. Yeah. And that would be cool. They, that would be cool. They, they need to do something yeah. with it. It's not like it's, yeah. I mean, I don't ride it, but it's not a bad ride, but there's so much more they could do to it. I mean, in Shanghai, their rapids, 
They have a full-on, uh, she, she looked like a, like a lizard, like a giant like dinosaur, like this big thing that you went around and like it growled as you went by. It was really cool. But it's just like small detail that they need to add to it because that doesn't have anything like that. No, it, it doesn't. It has no animatronics. It has no animal. It has, you know, it's, no. it's, it was, yeah, yeah. It, it has those bears that are in front, which I think kind of funny, like the one holding the oar. Yes. And which he is has good. a... He's the trick-or-treat jack-o'-lantern in Halloween. But that is a theming more than anything else. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Would you be happy seeing the country bird? Oh, yeah. That would be cool. I'd write, I'd I would ride happy. it. You have you my word. Okay. I will ride it okay. if they do something okay. like that. And we go in the warming hut. And then all five of us can go in the warming okay. hut together. Okay. I like it. They have air dryers now. You pay $5. You can go in, and it blows, dries your clothes, and dries you off. What? Yep. I bet you that ride will make you sick, too, right? Uh, like a water mm-hmm. rafting yeah, ride? Rapid. No, not so much. Because I can be in a boat. I can I can be in a ski boat, no problem if I'm driving. Okay, well, you're not driving. Yeah, this is true. crazy. This but is you cool. just said all five of us. Who's the fifth person? Thirteen. Yeah. Shannon. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. You mean Ricky? Ricky. Yeah, Ricky's Was I included on that? Yeah, you were included on that. <laughs> you always included, Ricky. Wow. Well, yeah, especially since we can get through security with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that leads us what, to the, you, bad news. What's bad news? You forgot the bad news. You say the bad news. I don't, don't want to say the bad news. All right. Does it I'll have to do with Star Wars? No. Marvel. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You can talk oh, about that. Well, oh, we have to talk about that. We have to. Uh, yeah. Mark, you, you say it. I can't say it. Uh, I, I I had I to do it. Posted it on Facebook. No, I had to do it on set. I was a bad news bearer on set when it happened. So oh, really? I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. Uh, Stan Lee passed away yeah. this this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 95. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, he. What can be said? I mean, you guys know more about him than I do. I, I know that he, he co-founded Marvel, or did he found did he find found Marvel? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the characters um, were him. Yeah, yeah. So that heart and soul of that company was a lot of him. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't mean to like minimize it because I just don't know a whole lot about him. Besides, I know he helped create Marvel, mm-hmm. and a lot of the Star Wars. I mean, a lot of the characters were his. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think I, I I can't even imagine a world without superheroes, yep. and, and I you know I wouldn't even know what to do if you know I didn't have uh, X Men around or uh, mm-hmm. well Spider Man of course yep. is a big one. I almost said Batman, but that would have been uh, mm-hmm. wrong. Been wrong. I know that. <laughs> I know that. Um, but yeah, but what's great about it is that he was able to see these characters come from pen and ink to real life mm-hmm. and now worlds and attractions mm-hmm. based on this stuff yeah, and it's cool yeah. if you see little kids dressed as spider-man or x-men guys and mm-hmm. um you know it's yeah i mean you think about being a creative individual if you create something and then have millions of people like mm-hmm. flock to it yeah yeah what could be better right well his legacy will live on mm-hmm. and uh that's but definitely the, yeah we gotta acknowledge the passing mm-hmm. of stan lee here, here. Here, drink to that. Cheers. Chin, chin, hey, Rudy, how is that? Is it a little Yeah, strong? but it's good. Okay. I can take it. Okay. So to bring speed up to more uplifting news, um, Destination D happened this weekend, and some exciting news came out. Uh, we have some names for uh, the attractions now at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, so the first thing we're going to look at, there was a, two or three teaser movies that came out. I don't know what you're saying. 245, we got to get moving. What? What's up? Ricky, we got to make sure. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, okay. So let's take a look at the first thing. So what we're going to take a look at is the reaction thing to, is it, uh, so the the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. This is the John Williams one. Okay, so John Williams. 
ahead. Can we make it larger? Yeah, yeah. one second. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you do it. Okay. okay, so this is going to be uh, an overhead shot with drones. With mm. the new Can't make it bigger. theme music. I mean, iconic Star Wars mm-hmm. sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Exactly, right? Oh, that music got me going. Yeah, I the mean, music's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? I got the chills, as usual. I mean, I saw the other videos, and then... Well, I'll comment on them, um, but this was the one that got me. Yeah. Like, it got me good. I'm was like, John oh. Williams even in that video, though? Who was that guy that didn't look like John? Yeah. It was? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was him. Huh. I, I mean, I mean, come on. Childhood dream. Go to oh. go to Star Wars and be in mm-hmm. be in the Millennium Falcon and yeah. walk around and see. Yes. Come on. I mean, there's there's nothing better. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And having that music driving is like, oh my god. Oh, they're going yeah. right to the next one. Oh. Oh, okay. So so let's uh, so now we're gonna take a look at. Stop. Well, just real real quick. Was that the first time you've seen any drone footage of Star Wars? Yeah, because yesterday I just listened to the music while I was working and I wasn't watching the video at all. Oh, okay. That's massive. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. How does it make you feel seeing those things come to life? Uh, it's incredible. Because, I mean, 20 years ago, I had the thought, why don't they have a Star Wars theme park somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I thought I was the first person on Earth to think that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the... Here's so, the okay, so, so this is... Pause for a second. So we cannot make the screen bigger? Well, Can't. it gave me an option just a second ago, and now it's gone. Click up a little higher. No. No, do that one. This one? Yeah. See, it gives... Right there, it gives me... Oh, there you go. Perfect. No, there you go. Look at that. Okay, so we're going to take a look at... Um, we don't want to advertise. This that. is the Millennium. No. no, no. This is going to be the Millennium Falcon. It's called Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Yes. To have an actual life-size Millennium yeah. Falcon to and view you, with your own eyes, and you can walk through. Yeah. And you're you're two scale. And here we go. Yeah. All right. See. And they get everything right. I mean, mm-hmm. everything. Right? <laughs> 
zero what the ride's about, but who cares? Yeah, I mean, yeah, who cares? So, I mean, a couple of details about that. Do you want to go to the next one real quick? Or? It's yeah, it's okay. I'm just letting. This so run. now we're going to look at what is going to be called Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, I didn't love the production value. Of this video made it seem very Episode Two and One. Thank thing. you. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I agree. I agree. But we'll see. I mean, let's just get watch. to it. I like this one. Yeah. Watching a trailer for a ride. Has that ever even happened before? These are uncharted times, my friend. Yeah. I like this. See, this looks yes, really fake to me. And that guy looks too young to be a Star Wars guy. So those are the transporters you're going to be sitting in. Yep. Those are, okay. Yeah. I don't love this. Nope. Uh, agreed. You and me are on the Point same page. At the, yep. at the mouse droid? No. Come on. But if we get to walk through this as part of like resistance right. fighters or something, super cool. Of course. Okay. Sold. So <laughs> take my money. Exactly. Take my money. Yeah. That was all of them, right? That was yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, of the, what are your thoughts on all this stuff? I, they they all look equally unique. They mm -hmm. like you're going to be in the Millennium Falcon for one. You're going to be running through mm -hmm. you know res, uh, the the First Order's yeah hideaway for one of them, and then obviously you have the entire land that we don't know much about other than the fact that it looks like a new planet. I mean. It's incredible. Yes. And Disneyland's not going to screw this up. No. no. It's going to they be, can't. They the can't. The only problem with it is going to be what Jess mentioned earlier is there's going to be 4 million people mm -hmm. that want to do it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how they're going to stagger people in because I don't want to be at a cantina bar with 33,000 people. Right. I want it to feel like mm -hmm. I'm in the outer rim of the world. But right. other than that, other than the, the population factor, I'll be, I mean, I, I would spend, if I had a five-day hopper pass, I would spend all five days in Star Wars land the whole time. Okay. I would not, I would not go anywhere else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would, every square inch. So um, about the Millennium Falcon thing, uh, we were talking about some of the ride issues with it they were having, and they they want the whole experience to be like three and a half minutes okay. on, your, on your mission, but during test runs, they were figuring out that you could crash this thing in as soon as like 15 seconds, mm -hmm. and your experience would be over. And oh. you'd wait in line two hours for. A okay, so but right. uh, so but they also had they had you're supposed to go with six people, you and five other people. Okay, and they found out that people that knew each other had a longer had a, a longer mission. Then they mixed up with people who didn't know each other, and they were crashing quite often. Okay, Interesting. and so this brought up another scenario, and I asked Udi this. I don't hear what you have to say. So let's say you're waiting with your wife, or whatever. How about Star Wars buddies? Like we all go. Okay, Star Wars yeah. buddies. Okay. okay. Um, okay, and we're waiting for three hours to go on this, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's the, it's the three of us going, and then, oh, you guys get to get paired with this family, okay? And the father goes, oh, well, little 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 Johnny's going to be the pilot. And no, no. Okay, so that's that's where we stopped. That was right my there. reaction. Yeah. Nope, no, not happening. He's all, I'm sorry, we've been waiting for three hours, yeah, dude. sorry. No, he says, I, I don't care. I, Johnny's going to be the pilot. Yeah. I mean, I would rather tell the line people I will, I'll wait until mm -hmm. I'm not on with somebody that's going to ruin. But I will say this. Let's <laughs> let's say it was six, yeah, let's say it was six of us. Okay, her. Let's take her, for example. Yes. Probably not a pilot, right? But yep. she gets on there, doesn't know Star Wars very well. I would let her pilot it because I would like to see her reaction as an adult. And I would be so enamored with the way it felt, right. and you yeah. walk onto the what, Falcon, what like, that's part of the yeah. ride. That's yeah. part of the ride. Yeah. Okay. But I wouldn't want my six-year-old daughter to be the pilot and ruin it for everybody. Yeah. But I, I'd be totally okay with another adult. Like, okay, yeah. big deal. Like, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, absolutely. but but if it were some other like little Johnny kid, you'd know. No, 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 no. You you would say something. I would absolutely say something, or I would say mild, I would mild, like to mild mannered Ricky Board would say yeah, something. I would I would sit back and say I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Then I'll just wait yep. for, for the next turn. It just because you know we're all in our 40s. Yes. We'll just leave it at that. Oh, I am, with the exception of her. Um, Jess is 23. That's right. right. That is right. We, you know, we've grown up with this. Yep. And it's new to them, and that's cool and exciting for those kids. But I think as a kid, it would be equally as exciting to see your dad or your uncle oh, or your friend. Oh, get Oh yeah. Pilot while you sit in the chair watching your dad pilot. Mm-hmm. The, a kid okay. is not going to get a better experience because he was the pilot. I'll just leave it at that. He's not. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm with you. I would wait. I don't necessarily need, need to pilot the said Falcon. Yeah. I'd, I'd be one of the people doing them. I don't know. Is there like a laser cannon you can fire? Sure. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I no. would do that. Yeah. Um, but that's funny. You guys reaction. Nope. That's nope. not happening. No. Yeah. We no. had the same reaction. We're like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. So I'm so excited about all this stuff yeah. and this rise of the resistance. You know, I think we're going to be able to get out. Yeah. And do something. Shoot stormtroopers is what I heard a long time ago. Like you're going to run through the streets and... <laughs> That's what, well, we'll originally out. before yeah. they showed us the trailer of the resistance, ba- I mean, the uh, First Order base, I thought you'd be running through that Star Wars mm-hmm. land area yeah. shooting stormtroopers. Who knows? Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Yeah, because we see the AT-ATs going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be, those, those look, look different, so by the way. I was going to ask you First that. First Order. They, uh, are oh, they? Oh, okay. See, yeah. no, they're going to be different. So the, the time, see, because I have intentionally, I just want to let all my Star Wars people know, I've intentionally yeah. not looked up <laughs> much. So where the time frame of this is the... Is First the, Order. The the the, pre, the sequel trilogy. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So again, Vader's dead. Yep. Okay. And Well, uh, by the time this comes out next summer, we might have a trailer. Well, we will have a trailer in April for episode nine. So they oh, might we well. Will? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's the timeline for these movies. Yep. They're filming now. Yep. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to have a teaser like now, now, mm-hmm. like they've done for the first two. But um, I think Star Wars is in such a bad spot right now with, with <sighs> the Last Jedi and what they did that. with Solo. And uh, <sighs> I personally hated Rogue One. Like what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, really? Worse than yeah, we're, we have disagreement on that. I love that movie. Oh. Yeah. What didn't you like about a it? A lot. Okay. I, I didn't like the music. The 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 guy who and I loved the the music from Star uh-huh. Trek. It's the same guy, but he got it totally wrong on this one. Um, it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie at all to me. Okay. I did not care about the characters one bit. I think Jin was a horrible hero uh, for that for that film. And oh. I could tell as a as a movie guy, like a guy who loves movies and makes movies, that it was too many hands in the pot. Oh yeah. I could tell no, that Gareth can. Edwards wanted to do uh-huh. certain things that they didn't let him, mm-hmm. even though he was like, Yeah, they let me do everything I wanted. And that's not true. Yeah. They brought in a new editor and a new director and they took this movie in direction that he didn't want to go. And it's all over the place. The movie's all over the map. Like mm-hmm. the first scene you have Cassian uh, shooting his best friend for mm-hmm. what reason? Oh, because he doesn't I, I don't none of it makes sense to me. They just said the same thing. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I was blown away. So <laughs> we, we started off really strong with Force Awakens. <laughs> And then we do Rogue One, which was like the worst Star Wars experience I've had my in my life. To and, that to that point. Yeah, and then Last Jedi absolutely wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. ruined. I mean, the, we don't have time to, to get into Last wow. Jedi. And then Solo. I like Solo was a fun movie, but the problem inherent with Solo is this. And if they do an Obi-Wan movie or a Darth Maul movie, any other movie they do based on characters we know and love, we know their fates. So you can't have a Solo movie where you are wondering what's going to happen. You know he's going to live. Because we know his fate. So there's no... When you watch a movie like Braveheart, unless you know that story from history, you don't know what his mm-hmm. fate's going to be. When you watch Forrest Gump, you don't know what Forrest's fate is going to be. When you're watching Solo, you know Solo is going to die at the hands of his son when he's 75 years old. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of, of like urgency on that. And so for me, that's where these movies are... Like I would love to see them take... Like The Mandalorian. 
I think it's going to be really cool. I don't think it's going to be Boba Fett. I think it's going to be this really cool person that we haven't seen before right. where we don't know their fate. But then again, this week, they just announced a Cassian Andor. They did. And I, <sighs> I agree. I was like, why? We don't need that. No. He was a horrible character. He was not. He murdered his best friend. Yeah. He was a kind of a, a jerk. And now we get a whole spy series with it. I don't like it. Okay. Didn't like it. But Mandalorian, um, I said, I don't know anything about that. Is that some Boba Fett thing? I'll, Boba I'll, Fett yeah. is a Mandalorian, like right. you are a human. Well, well, yeah, he wears oh. Mandalorian armor. Yeah. I thought I thought he was the guy um, that was cloned. Well, but his dad, Django, is a yeah. Mandalorian, yeah. so they come oh, from okay. the planet Mandalore. So this TV series that they're doing is about Mandalorians from the end of Jedi before The Force Awakens, so it's this time of unrest. You haven't hmm. finished Rebels. No, I haven't. You need to watch Rebels. Do you, because do you watch it, Rebels? Can't stand it. Oh, uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. uh-oh. What, story, animation, what? Story. Really? Okay. Wait. Same thing with Clone Wars. Same thing How with Resistance. How far did you get? I, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight episodes. And I watched I watched the Darth Maul episodes. I watched... I, I do not like Star Wars cartoons at all. Okay. Too childish. I just... They paint, they, they cater and pander. So I don't... Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So, let's go to Disneyland. We're, we are stoked about this. We yes. are excited about it. Absolutely. Um, Ricky will not let little Johnny pilot nope. the, the Falcon. Mm-mm. But he I, will let me pilot it. I yes. would let Jess, absolutely. Okay. And this is going to be a, a, a as very... Her, as her picture she comes up, like looks like you were in like a captain's uniform no, right there. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, perfect. let me ask you this real quick perfect. before we get to one-on-one, because I know we're up against time already. But if they have a VIP party for this, mm-hmm. you get to go in for four hours, five hours. How much would you pay for that? <sighs> keep, keep, keep in mind that they did Pixar Pier from three to nine. For two for two ninety nine two hundred ninety nine dollars mm-hmm. yes oh I was gonna say twenty five hundred wow I would I, that's how much I would pay for Star Wars to have my own personalized four hours experience inside Disneyland I would I would pay two thousand dollars for it would you get pushback from Hawaii probably not okay no <laughs> I mean that Star Wars is like it's God family Star Wars I mean there's okay. that's that's the hierarchy in my house <laughs> okay <right>. yeah. <laughs> Oh, so twenty so five hundred, two thousand five hundred. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I didn't know that Pixar Pier was three hundred, so maybe I'll lower that now to like five hundred yeah. or a thousand. But I would absolutely pay a pretty penny to be able to have a really unique um, experience inside Star Wars Land without three thousand other people there. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I said up to five hundred for me, um, but yeah, I was around but five. You've, yeah. you've raised the bar now. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. Okay. Well, we have uh, less than a year to figure that out. Yes, we to find out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's coming quick. Yep. Okay, okay. So that's going to wrap up the news then. God, we can talk about Star Wars for so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. Okay. And I just, I, yeah, we're going to get to 101. But I just, my, my question about Star Wars, again, since we were there in July, we had, in the time before, I had to chase this guy around looking for Star Wars merchandise. What, what do you get there? I love going into uh, Tomorrowland, that store they have now. Yeah, the Star that's, Oh, it's that's so Star good Trader. in there. Yeah, uh, P.S. when I went last year for... Oh, yeah. Don't tell me you got free free stuff. 60% off. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's during the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what do you look for besides that? And, I, you know, you guys have the same sweater. Yeah, her, Hootie and I have the same sweater. I, I mean, I, I love the collectibles, the, the like, the elite action figures that are, like, 18 inches tall that, mm-hmm. like, Sideshow does. Those are fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I almost bought the Luke Skywalker Last Jedi leather jacket, and I'm glad I did because I hate that movie, but yeah. it was a really cool-looking jacket. Oh, did um, you try it on? I did. I actually took a picture of it in the store, and I'm like, hey, honey, what do you think? She goes, get it. I'm like, okay, and then I walked around. I'm like, eh. It's expensive for a jacket? It was like 200 bucks. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no. And I'm not really a leather jacket guy, so I put oh. it down, and I'm glad I did because 
Yeah. Okay. That, that movie. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's funny. Good stuff. Yeah. It's finally curious. Okay, so now let's go to our favorite segment, 101 with Jess. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome to 101 with Jess, where we see the magic of Disney through the eyes of a passionate guardian of Walt's legacy. So, okay, well, welcome back. It has been a long time since I've done a segment. It's been a minute. It has, it has. Um, So, as usual, we'll start with this day in Disney history, which would be November 18th. I figured we would cover Mickey's birthday, so I did not do that. All right. It is November 18th, 1962. So at Disneyland, the Swiss Family Treehouse attraction opens in Adventureland. Mm, I remember Yay. that. The yeah. opening ceremony is hosted by Walt Disney, Haley Mills, star of The Parent Trap and Pollyanna, John Mills, Haley's father and star of Swiss Family Robinson, and Kevin Cochran, who also appears in both Pollyanna and the Swiss Family Robinson. The Swiss... Uh, Consulate presents Walt Disney with a flag that will fly over the attraction. Oh, nice. Yeah, little fun fact. Oh, good. Yeah. Udi, you're coming in hot. I hear you. Nope, not me. Mark? Aha, Mark. No, no, nope. Oh, I was holding the... Oh, interesting. Yeah, sorry. All right, well, we are going to play a game. Oh, okay. Okay? Okay, what are we so, going to do? So, we're going to play a game. Now... I have one rule for this game. Okay. Let the Wookiee win. Yeah. He has to answer last every time. <laughs> he, uh, he, yes. being Ricky. Oh, he being Ricky. He being Ricky. Has to answer last every okay. time. Right. Okay. Okay. And there is no consulting with each other. Okay. Okay. We've played this game many times. Uh oh. We are going to play two truths and a lie. And a lie. Okay. Star Wars version. You're welcome. Wait, what? Okay. Well, no, 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 no. I'm going to be on here. you now to make it right. You realize who's in the room, right? Okay, okay. I want him to answer last okay, because okay. I don't, because I know he's going to know a lot of okay, it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what Udi says. Udi's going to win because he says, I'm going to win. I'm not going to win this. I don't even know what the Mandalorian are. Now you understand why I had a headache because I had to look at Star Wars stuff all morning. Okay. Okay. Oh, let's do it. You're Woo is me. welcome. Um, You're plus, welcome. a lot of it's really easy. Like I, So you'll be fine. All right. So the first, so the way, have you ever played Two Truths and a Lie? Yes, you I'm, to say. I'm familiar. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. The first set is, number one, Yoda was almost played by a monkey. Number two. Ewok was only spoken twice in the original trilogy. Three, Boba Fett's face is actually visible in the original movies. I go first? It doesn't matter. He just has to answer last because this one knows a lot. All right. So what was the third one again? Boba Fett's face is actually visible in the original movies. Oh. What was it, two? Ewok's only spoken twice. Twice oh. in the original. You mean trilogy. the word Ewok? Correct. Oh. Or their language. No. Oh. Not because their language is all over the place. Yeah, it's that stuff, right? Or something. I'm going to go with the last one. Go with the last one. Yep. You think that's fa- fake? Yep. Is Boba Fett? Fa- well, he wasn't even in the first one. He was in. We saw. We saw him in. We saw him in Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. Oh, is his face even in there? Where would his face even been? No, I think that's fake. I think that's got to be fake. Okay. Um, but the other two don't. I mean, 
I'm, I, I don't think I counted the word Ewok when I watched that. We only see Ewoks in Jedi. Um, I'm saying number three is the the lie. You're saying three? You're going to tell me that um, Boba Fett's face was visible in the movie and that Ewok is the lie, but Boba Fett did not have his face visible by Jeremy Bullock at all, other than the fact that Jeremy Bullock played an Imperial officer if that's what they're going to go with. But oh, you cannot see his he face did. Did. through the helmet at all at whatsoever all. at any time. So I'm going to go with Ewok as well. No, 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 no. They said the last one. They said Boba Fett's Boba fake. Fett's oh, yeah. No, yeah. Ewok is not spoken in the, in the... So you're saying that's false. Correct. Okay. He's right. That word is never uttered by a character in the original trilogy. Right. Although the species oh. is identified in the script and the closing credits. Right. But Boba Fett's face is never, ever visible other than Jeremy Which Bullock. is interesting because... It, I looked it up in a lot of different places because I knew that you would know a lot. And it says that his face, in the original trilogy, the actor played Boba Fett. What was his name? Jeremy Bullock. Yes. Yeah. Did, he did stand in, no. but he was wearing a mask. Okay, but the question doesn't say, okay, Jeremy Bullock. Mm-hmm. We missed it, is, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> my, argument, my argument is is that you said Boba Fett, the character, not the man who played the character. But that would have been know different. That. No, no, no. Okay, because whatever. you know, and I know that you never see Boba Fett's face. I know. And if I know that, you should know that. I know, and I do. That's do you need another drink? I do. Okay. So Ricky won so, the first one. Oh no, my young Jedi! You will find that it is you who are mistaken about a great many things. One. I'll give it to all three of you. No, I missed it. No. Be- well, no, but he's saying that they never, you never see his face. I have no freaking idea what an Imperial oh. officer is. So, so I don't know if they wear helmets. They didn't. They don't. You see his face. He's wearing a hat. You, yeah, yeah. They don't wear so helmets. So you do see his face. Yeah, not in Cloud Boba City. Fett, though. Yeah, not the Boba actor. Fett. Yeah, the you, actor. Uh, wait, Imperial officers don't wear helmets. So not in Cloud City. They wear no. a hat. If you oh. would have said, do oh, you, then I know what those are. No, if you would have said the actor who played Boba Fett, then it would have been different. Then I'll give it to okay, you, Mr. Geez. Whiny Pants. Okay, we but all, we fair all, am I wrong? Fair enough. Am Everybody's I wrong? A winner. Okay. Everybody's, Everybody's a winner. No, don't a give winner. me a participation trophy. I will throw it out the At window. At the LTP Hideaway, you're fine. Okay. Okay. So Whatever. you all get it, and there's no tiebreaker questions. Okay. Today, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Second round. Job of the Hut was originally meant to be furry. 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 Okay. Two. Han Solo almost died. At the end of Jedi. And three, the opening text crawl took five hours to shoot. Okay, well, I'm going to go off here and say, number one. okay, the, the first thing, Jabba the Hutt was not supposed to be furry. He was supposed to be a guy. Okay. Um, so that is false. Okay. So it's two truths and one lie. Two truths and one lie. So what, So the statement was he was supposed to be furry? Mm-hmm. So that's a lie, right, 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 right off the bat for me. Um, Han Solo almost died. At the end, end of Jedi? Mm-hmm. And then, Final answer? Yeah. Wait a minute, did he almost die at the end of Jedi? No, Harrison Ford wanted to kill the character off. He wanted to, but no. Well, but at well, the end of Jedi... But again, I think we need clarification because... That that is why I said we better be really clear with these questions because mm-hmm. if not, we're going to have that's these a truth. That according having. to the way she thinks, I think that's a truth to her because Han- okay. Harrison Ford did want to want to kill a character. Exactly. <sighs> oh, then I have to alter that. Wait then. a minute. No, I still I'm holding fast holding with my job of the hut. Yeah, job of the hut was played by a, a human male. Yeah, 
in in a suit. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. He, no, he no, was no, in no, a jacket. No. Yeah, a jacket. Uh-huh. It was a furry yeah, jacket, yeah. but it was a human. Oh, it was I don't know how long it took to film the opening crawl. Maybe it did take five hours, yeah. but I know for a fact, yeah. Job of the Hut was always going to be played by a human until George went back. But what was he supposed to be? He was. I didn't say he wasn't supposed to be human. I said he was supposed to be furry. Furry. We should a furry jacket. So listen to my wording. Okay, uh, so then it's the opening call because he was wearing a furry jacket. If we're getting if we're getting into semantics, mm-hmm. you gotta get so. into semantics with me. Okay, yeah, you do. You do. It, it only took four hours to do the crawl. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. Now <laughs> we're gonna change it. We're gonna go to the last one. Yes, uh, Ricky. I, I'm gonna uh, based on her body language. I'm going to make it the crawl one as well. The crawl, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We all say crawl. Well, you should because you nailed it. You know, I always change a number mm-hmm. at oh. least once. Okay, yes. At least once. It only took three hours. <laughs> I always just do... Not just easy do. with her. No, yeah. I make yeah. it difficult because I like to make Udi very but mad. Fur, I mean... But he was supposed to be furry and not slick. I didn't say he wasn't supposed to be an animal or a slug. Okay. Would he be considered a slug? Is that what he was? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Space slug. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, you can get this one. Well, good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Did I, I screw up? Oh. You never... Hush. I screwed up. I put one twice. So you're only gonna you're just gonna have to pick the lie out of this one. <laughs> no, okay, we're just gonna skip that. I really screwed up. Okay. Yep, yep. But that was a good one. So I'm just gonna tell you guys anyways, did okay. you know that some of the asteroids were uh spray painted potatoes? Yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were spray painted potatoes, which I thought was cool. Okay. Three. And you really have to listen because there's, you know. You know I change things. All right. It's most memorable line in the movie is, Luke, I am your father. Number two. Harrison Ford broke his ankle and J.J. Abrams broke his back trying to save him. Three. Orson Welles almost, was almost Darth Vader. Okay, Harrison Ford broke his ankle. But Abrams broke, broke his back. No, but he Harrison Ford broke his ankle in an airplane crash. Yes. Yeah. I'm going with that one. That's the lie. It was yeah. Orson Welles almost played Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, but was the voice or the character? The voice. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And you think it's the first one that's a lie? The second one. Yeah, right? Broken ankle. The broken ankle? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that is true because of the phrasing. I think broke his back may may be a metaphor. Um, So I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Shoot. What was the... No. Three is a lie. (laughs) Orson Welles? Yeah. You're both wrong. It's number one. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. That's the line. Harrison Ford broke his ankle on the set of The Force Awakens when the Millennium Falcon door collapsed on his foot. I didn't remember that. They, they stopped production for two weeks. They rewrote some of the script and came back with a better script. And then number three, Orson Welles, I guess, is true as well. Mm-hmm. So it's number Re- one, though. Reread number one. Its most memorable line is, Luke, I am your father. Never said. Oh. It's never said. It is one of the most um, misquoted, misquoted other than lines. play it again, Sam. He never says play it again, mm-hmm. Sam. In Casablanca. I like this kid. I missed that completely. So the actual line that Vader says, I am your father. I am your father. Yeah. No. No. I, I am, am your father. father. Oh. 
shoot. Yeah. It's like okay. my favorite scene throughout the whole movie. We all know that. No! Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I just mm-hmm. get so mad every time. It's like the worst acting Another fun fact ever. is that when James Earl Jones read the script for Jedi, I'm sorry, for, for Empire, he thought that Vader was lying. He's yep. like, oh, I can't, see where, I can't wait to see where this goes because he's lying. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I remember Interesting. that. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Fun, okay. fun facts. Last one. Okay. Because I screwed up the other one. Um, okay. Number one, Daniel Craig made a cameo as a stormtrooper in The Force Awakens. Number two, less than 100 movie theaters agreed to book showings for Star Wars, the original. And then uh, number three, the line, I have a bad feeling about this, is in every movie. So well, uh, every movie up till what point? But we're talking just the first three. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So go back to well, the first the two. Daniel Craig made a cameo as a stormtrooper in The Force Awakens, or less than 100 movie theaters agreed to book the showing. Second one. Second one for me as well. I'm going to second one as well. You guys yeah. know my numbers. Yeah. yeah. It was actually... Oh, no. Go ahead. I, I can even tell you what cameo Daniel Craig did in The Force Awakens. I know. I watched it. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember? You know. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you know? But he okay. denied it. Do you know that Tom Hardy is in Last Jedi? Yeah, and Who's I'm that? trying to remember where. Who's I do. He's the guy that has the conversation with Finn on the elevator as they're going down. Well, I don't know who Tom Hardy is. Oh, he's Venom and mm-hmm. Bane. Venom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody knew who I was until <laughs> I put the mask on. Oh, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. That's him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was actually only 40 theaters. Less than 40 theaters agreed to book showings for Star Wars after the release date uh, was moved up before Memorial Day because the studio thought that it would bomb. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd still be right, though, because 40 is less than 100. So you said less than 100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you'd be right. Anyway. But Daniel okay. Craig denied it and denied it and denied it. Yeah, he did. And you can hear his voice. I'm yeah. like, I, ha- I, I watched it yeah. because I wanted to see. I'll tighten those restraints. Yeah. Rebel scum. Yep. Jedi scum. Jedi. Yeah. Jedi. Get yep. it right. Okay. And then, yeah. And that's one of I, I have a bad feeling about this. That's one of my favorite lines. Okay. So we have coffee for Ricky as a winner. Yes. Yay. Courtesy of Courtesy Expedition, of. Of Expedition Relishers yes. Coffee, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. And I love coffee like nobody's business. Yes, you do. And he is Dark side roast. Yep. This is a really cool package. My cool? favorite coffee they make. Yeah? Is that one. Awesome. He likes that is one. It, it's one. already uh yep, ground. already ground. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All you have to do is brew it. Yep. Love it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're thank welcome. you for Expedition for, Roasters. Yes, yes, thank you. So. Uh-oh, what's this? Is it a sandwich from the deli at Safeway? Mark, oh. go ahead and open up that bad boy. Me? Do I, do I wait? No, you can open it. Okay. <laughs> Christmas has come early for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just said you didn't have a Star Wars shirt. I don't have a Star Wars shirt. I love it. And each one is different. Each thing says something different. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> that is fitting to Yoda isms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I loved Very it. Very cool. I loved it. All right, Udi, you're what? next. How did we get the, how did we get these? Because you all participated in 101. I did get the first restoration trophy. Yeah. What does yours say, Udi? <laughs> oh. mm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> very, very good. Nice. Right? Yeah, it nice. works. And now, no, so yours, I mean, it is Star Wars, but I, like I didn't the color. know. I'm which, kind of excited. I thought I your face know. was going to be on it. Now we've got I two know. Star Wars. Oh, she is. No, my face wasn't on it, but I liked this one. Aww. I thought it was. I like it too. It's MC oh, yeah. your Star Wars. Yeah, right? very cool. Very cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Jess. Thank you, you are welcome. Thank you so much for this. That's really awesome. I didn't bring any gifts for you. That's okay. Oh, okay. You're, it's okay. You're All here. Right. Okay. 
I am the gift. You are the gift. <laughs> Look, we got salami, we've got crackers, we have Not coffee. Not more, apparently. Well, apparently. I put them in the fridge, so they'll <laughs> stay good for us. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So all yeah. right. Now Mark has... We all have Star Wars shirts. Yeah. We can wear it to the park. I'm wearing one right now, but I'll wear it. I'll put that one on. What are you wearing? Oh. A TIE Fighter one. Thank you. You're welcome. I thought so they much. were. I thought they were kind it's of great. great. I like it. Cool. You guys got Star Wars, and my boyfriend got a black shirt with a cat dressed up as Batman on it. Cat Batman? <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not like it's anything he would ever wear, but I did it because it was funny. That's good. Okay. So awesome. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, oh, oh. Take a dive. Okay. That's all I have. Well, that's perfect. That's great. Um, okay, so now let's go to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. All right, guys. So again, um, so Ricky, as you know, Ricky is here with us. We went through the news and did a Star Wars talk and did some Star Wars Two Truths and a Lie game, mm-hmm. but which I won, by the way. He won. Well, he we didn't. Yeah. That's gonna happen. Yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. I couldn't find things hard enough to stump him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's he goes pretty deep for mm-hmm, Star Wars, mm-hmm. and we do know that he uh, will definitely pilot the Million Falcon over Little Johnny. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but you are here because we invited you on because uh, you just had a major accomplishment. Uh, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. The last time we talked to you, you were at the beginning of doing a film. Yeah. Um, so let's fast forward like a two, two years later. Um, slightly different film. Yeah. But you just, uh, I think you're going to wrap up. I thought it was last week, but you have some more shooting to do. One more day, December 3rd. Okay. But we just wrapped three weeks of principal okay. with our boy Hootie. Yeah. He was part of the production. He yep. was the locations manager. manager. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Yes. And and both of you were there as well for a, a little that bit. Was yeah. Awesome. Yep. That was awesome. That was so yeah. cool. And Mark. Screen time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mark, Mark got in front of the camera. With you. <laughs> with me. Yes. Oh, you got in front of the camera mm-hmm. too? I did. Nice. At the very end, I was the uh, I Mark and I were the no. city council representatives that cut the ribbon for the new opening of the business. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so can you, I mean, so some of the listeners might be interested, well, they'll be very interested. So episode 17, I was going to do The Bend. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was the big, big film I was going to do. Um, very exciting. Uh, was ready to rock and roll. Long story short, our investor just let us on and let us on and let us on, and it didn't, uh, Okay. excuse me, <clears throat> didn't come to fruition. But in that process, the producer of The Bend, who owns a Los Angeles-based film production company, said, hey... We really like your positive attitude. Um, we'd like you to become part of our company. And um, the first film we want you to consider directing is called The Talking Tree. Oh, I thought it was episode nine. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> we're getting there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to get there. Yeah. Okay. So The Talking Tree. Yes. All right. So uh, can, we talk, can you tell us what it's about? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a really cool story. So they gave me that script in May of last year. So May of 2017. Uh, I get the Talking Tree script. They say, hey, it's written by the former president of the Hells Angels. He had an experience when he was in solitary. It was about you know him being a child with his Christmas tree. It's a really heartwarming family story, believe it or not, from the Hells Angel guy. Hmm. And I read the script, and I really, really liked it. And um, May goes to June. June goes to July. We have my son, July 6th. On July 9th, my own mother. Okay, so the story of the Talking Tree is this. Um, a mother gets cancer. They can't afford her payments, so her 40-something-year-old son robs a bank to take care of her medical pay, uh, you know, treatment, gets caught, goes to prison. While he's in prison, he goes, gets thrown into solitary. The guy in the cell next to him and, and, and himself form a friendship, and that guy teaches him kind of a better way of life. Okay. And then the movie turns into, will he get out of prison in time to see his mom on a compassionate release? Um, 
it was all set during Christmas and it, the wonderful cast, Doug Hutchison from Lost and from uh, The Green Mile, among other things, Robert Lissardo, um, everybody knows him as the villain, but turns in an absolutely stunning performance as the good guy in this film. I can't wait for people to see that. Mm-hmm. We had... Um, He's very, very nice, by the oh, way. Oh, super nice. Yes. George Stoltz, uh, his most famous claim to fame is Seventh Heaven. He was Kevin... <laughs> Something Kinkirk, Kirk. I've never seen Seventh Heaven, but he was on Seventh Heaven. He's done some Hallmark movies as a, uh, a thing, so he was our, our lead actor. We had a couple up and comers, Laura Long and Alex Cubis, mm-hmm. and then we had Jen Gotson, who's been in a lot of faith based films herself. It was so cool to work with with not only the Doug Hutchison's of the world and Robert Lasardo and Alex and Laura and George Stoltz, but we had people like Jen Gotson and Amy Day and Amy Day. Zach Tushan, who came in and played the the antagonist <sighs> of the film. Oh yeah, I met him. Yeah, oh, nice guy. Night, real nice guy, but played an absolute jerk. And then obviously oh, yeah. we had Sally Kirkland. So I mean, yes. Oscar nominated, Golden Globe winning, um, just an absolute gem of a person, but uh, incredibly giving and joyful to work with as well. I I love Sally with all my heart. She's incredible. So complimentary to me, which meant the world. Yeah. I was there when you say goodbye. She has some very kind words for you. Yeah. She She really did. She told me that I was up there with Ron Howard and, and, um, 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 I always forget his name. Oliver Stone. She said, you're up there wow. with those two. And I was like, what? And she goes, just the way you talk to your actors and the way you direct, it's you're, you're a people person. I was like blown away that she would say this. Oh. She's been in 250 films. Yes. You know, so blew me away. So, okay, that's the story. So the, the mom gets cancer. Sally Kirkland gets cancer. Her son, George Stoltz, goes to rob a bank, doesn't do go well, gets thrown in prison. And then will he get out in time to see Sally before she passes away? Okay. I get that in May of 2017. And then July of 2017, my mom calls me and says, I have stage four cancer. And she's yeah. dead six weeks later. Yeah. yeah. So I called the producer and the writer. I said, look, this went from a film that I want to do to a film that I have to do. And they said, absolutely, we're going to get it funded. And then I went a step further. And as my mom was passing away, she was just, you know, you remember your mother's final words Uh, and things like that. So I said, can I rewrite most of Sally's lines to be what my mother actually said to me during her six-week battle with cancer? And they said, yes. So 90% of what Sally says in the film is what my mom said to me. And my mom's last words on earth uh, are the last words Sally says in the film. Wow. So it's really, really neat, really special. That's awesome. Um, wow. And for me to be a first-time director, to get Oscar nominees and, and people like Doug Hutchison, Robert Lissardo, and uh, just Jen Godson, I mean, go on and on and on, to be able to direct these people and to have them be so complimentary um, was really a thrill for me. And, and it felt like for the first time in my life I was doing exactly what I was put on earth to do. Yeah. But... All that to say, we had a first-time DP, we had a first-time crew, we were shooting in Sacramento at places that never had allowed filming before. Um, the The recipe was for failure, the recipe was for disaster. Uh, the producer said, you know, I'm trusting you guys a lot here, because he's in LA, he's like, you know, Ricky, you've put together the entire cast, the entire crew, all the locations yourself, you know, this thing's either going to sink or swim, and it's going to be all on you, and boy, did it, <laughs> Jeez, did, no, did it uh, swim. Pressure. I mean... Yeah, who, who I want Udi to tell a lot of it because I was directing and not privy to a lot of things that happened on set. All I know is that we had a an, an AD come in right before we started filming that looked at our shot list and our cast and our crew and said, "You guys are going to be dead in the water on day one, and this film will never get completed. You're going to go way over budget." Um, and then I got bold and fired him and brought in someone else. And not only did we never get behind, we could have finished this film two days ahead yep. because of the way the, the crew worked and the yeah. way the cast was and everything went went off. But that's, I mean, I could keep talking about it myself, but I, I'm actually more interested to hear what <laughs> Udi has to say because he got the behind the scenes look. Well, uh, you know, just before you yeah, say yeah, something, yeah, I, I, and, and I say this for all of us is congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. We are yeah. so happy yeah. that, Thanks. that you've done this. And, um, 
I, I know. I, I I know. I remember when your mom passed away, and I sent you some messages. I mean, mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, but it's very touching that now she's part of the script. Totally. Yeah, and it's that's, so cool. Yeah, the movie's a love it. letter to my mom. It's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely it's, a God thing. I yeah, think. yeah and, absolutely. And um, I love it. I'm just. I'm really proud of you that you're doing this, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Udi said, "Oh, you got to come down and check it out because yep. Ricky is really. He yep. it looks like he's been doing it for a long time." Yep. Yeah. And I was like, I okay. told you that. Remember yeah. that down yeah. that hall. And I yeah. went down. In your there. element. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, Ricky really is doing this really yeah. well. And so I was absolutely impressed by everything. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by the whole process. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I know this is going to open up a lot of doors for you. And, yeah, yeah, so I just wanted to say all that stuff. And now Udi has a completely different uh, Yeah, well, take. okay. okay. So um, I, I had to take that moment to tell you that when we are walking down the hall. Remember? We're this is like day one, week one? No, it was, it was week two, like day three. Okay. We we're coming down the hall. And I didn't want to, like, I kind of want to take a moment, but you were so busy. And I'm like, well, I'm going to handle my stuff because that's what I'm here for. Ricky's going to handle. But I had to take that moment and say, dude, you're doing a great job. Hmm. And you look like you've done it before. Like, I walked in, I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. I mean, because it was a new adventure for me. Mm-hmm. I'd never done um, everything to that level and degree. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be a step up for me, too. And then um, then watching your direction, I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. This is going to be cool. And then I saw people coming in, and then I started meeting cast and crew. And I'm like, okay. Like, when we started, I was talking to Chris Hamilton, the DIT. Yeah. Um, the, your personal assistant. I was just talking to her. So yeah. connections have been made, mm-hmm. um, and um, it was fantastic. Like, the, I, I, Stockton, that week, that first week was grueling for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You were driving back to... Driving back and forth every day. Wow. So I was working, in total, with drive time, about 16 hours a day. Mm-hmm. First one in, last, last one out. Yeah. That was my job. That was what I was put there to do. Yeah. Running back and forth. If anybody needed anything for location, it was Udi. Boom. And yeah. I was off and running. Yeah. You, you, you were been, the keeper of the keys. I yeah, knew that. Yeah. I was walking around with keys. And if you guys look on my Instagram, you will see a picture of it. Massive set of keys. And, and um, But I will tell you that the vibe was always good. Hmm. When it came to you, there were a couple of gray areas with certain people. But when it came to you and how you were running and how you were directing, it, everything was like, hmm. we're here for Ricky. We're here for hmm. Ricky. And everybody, you could feel the drive from the PAs all the way through that they were there hmm. to support what you were doing. That's so cool. And and that's why I think it paid off because everybody, you, you have that natural energy. And everybody, it's like infectious. Everybody felt mm-hmm. it. Like everybody felt your positivity and wanted to get it done. And everybody felt it. Everybody felt hmm. it, and I think that's why you established such a good rapport with your actors, too. Yeah. I mean, you're a great person anyway, but I think that pulled them in. Hmm. Because, you know, from the outside observer in, you guys look like you've been pals for hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Everybody, from especially you and George. Yeah. That guy... <laughs> Oh, my God. I yeah. love that guy. Yeah, he's the best. He is the best. I have a video I haven't shown you yet. Oh. We took... Um, Last day, second, last day, second, uh-huh. no, last day. Oh my god, I'm crying. Yeah. That guy was, I'm in tears and laughing because of that guy. Then Robert Lasardo, I'll tell you, there were three moments during production that I got really emotional, hmm. and I wasn't ready for it. So the first one was when um, the character Mouse, and mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much, but mm-hmm. he's talking to Danny about when he's going, what he's going to do when he gets out. Mm, I have a story about that. So when he started going, I think it was second or third take. Second day. 
Oh, yeah. take. Okay. The okay. Second take. Uh-huh. And he started kind of, because I read the script and I read what he was supposed to say in the script. Right. And he started kind of going and I kind of sat back and I'm like, oh my God, like it was amazing. And he just kind of kept on going yeah. and talking and talking. And you could feel the emotion coming out of him. And I'm like, I, like I turned around, I kind of walked out, I'm getting chills right now remembering yeah. how good it was. Yeah. Second time was Doug Hudson. Final scene, him and Gigi. Mm. There's Kaplan. And I was outside the room because obviously yeah. we couldn't It was a very fall. confined yeah. space. Oh, my space. gosh. Yeah. It was hot. Yeah. Um, but I was watching the monitor, and there's a, that scene, um, and he, it was a tear comes down his eye. Yeah. And then I don't know if it was Ryan or Steve who racked over and went to Nurse Kaplan. Yeah. And I'm like... And it was both of them, and I'm like, oh, and I, that one got me like that yeah. close. And I literally walked down the hall yeah, and I had to get I away from it. Yeah. I had to walk away. Yeah. And then the third time was when Doug left mm. in the hall. Yeah. He kind of talked about it, and I'm like, man, I mean, because that guy. I know. Wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, you see him, you know, for me, again, being a guy who you see actors and you wonder how they are as people. Yeah. And you wonder Hollywood and blah, 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 and all that. Yeah. And to see a guy um, of his caliber just so be so normal, approachable, and and, and, and talk and like and, and when he left, the last word he said to me was he, as he walking by, full costume. He goes, "Gentlemen," yeah, in full character. And I went and I just nodded my head yeah. and he walked by. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, like that was amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then Zach. Oh man. Yeah. I have a I, I don't know if I showed you a picture. I have a still of him in full anger. Throwing the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I wanted to punch him in the face hard. <laughs> I hated him that day. The oh, yeah. day we were filming in that house and he yeah. was filming his his mm-hmm. anger towards his wife mm-hmm. scene. I, I hated him. I have a really cool story about that Robert moment you talked about. Mm-hmm. That was day two. Um, and we had this monologue. I mean, we're talking three lines mm-hmm. written for his answer when mm-hmm. George uh, Danny says, Hey, what are you gonna do when you get out of here? And we have this really nice pithy three sentence thing that Robert was supposed to say and I'll do my Robert Lassard impression he goes hey Ricky Ricky uh, you mind if I uh, mind if I go off script here for a second bro because I, I got something I want to I want to try here if you're cool with it I'm like okay yeah absolutely That's pretty good yeah <laughs> so so we we call action Danny asks him the question and then um, we did three takes and each take was uniquely different and, and his monologue that he came up with is on his own was was not scripted so each take we did was different and each one was about eight minutes long and oh. I knew oh. I knew we were gonna have to cut it down to about a minute but I'm like man we've got nuggets here so I was with my script supervisor I'm like write that down oh, and I tap her make a note there make a note there so we did three takes Robert gets done, and I go and I thank him and I hug him. I'm like, man, Robert, thank you so much. He's like, no, I just feel like, um, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like God was speaking through me there, and uh, you know, I'm just really glad that I was able to do that. And it was this beautiful moment we had, right? Wow. We go home. I wake up. This that was Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. The DP calls me, the guy who shoots the film. He goes, hey, I have really bad news. I go, what? He goes, all that footage we shot with Robert last night was unusable. I go, what do you mean unusable? He goes, we turned up the camera um, ISO too high. I'm, now I'm getting mm. the terms I don't know very well, the yeah. I, ISO, ISO, ISO. Yep. and the monitor you were watching on was inaccurate, and the footage is really great. I'm like, no, 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 we can we can save it, show it to me, and sure enough, he showed it to me, and it looks like it was shot on a 1985 VHS camera. Wow. So Robert gets to set, right? And I'm like, oh, oh God. Because this is day two. I, I'm a new director. This is day three. Sorry, day three of, of, of the film, and I'm like what am I going to tell this guy? So I pull him aside. I'm like, Robert, I have really, really bad news. He goes, what, what? And I said, look, everything we shot last night um, is unfortunately, it's unusable. I'm like, 
can we do that again today? He's like, no, man. He's like, no, I was really in the moment last night. There's no way. There's no way, bro. I can't do it again. He's like, we're just going to have to refilm it with, the, with, what, with what's written. I'm sorry. I'm like, Robert, is there anything we can do to make you get there again? And he paused for a second. He's like, well, man, there's this one song I used to listen to when I was a kid that, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that song gets me there. He goes, how about this? How about you go download that song? I'll put an earbud in my ear and you stay in the cell with me. Now I'm going to get out of my Robert Lazard impersonation. He goes, you stay in the cell with me and um, don't tell me when you're going to play the song, but just start playing it at a given. He goes, pick a time during my conversation with Danny and that'll get me there. I'm like, really? So in that scene, the camera's on Robert. I'm out of frame. He's got a wire going up to his ear and he's talking to Danny. I hit play on that song and I could just see his countenance change. And he he did three eight minute takes the night before. He took all that into one two oh. minute concise masterpiece, Oscar nominated worthy um, uh, monologue really? of the same answer. And oh. and he got done with it. And I said I said Robert, I said how do you feel about that? He's like man, I feel so much better about what I just did compared to what I did last night because I had all my thoughts like just mm. came to me. And it was re- it was one of those happy circumstances that could be, you know, could be considered really bad. But it turned that's that's how the film felt to me, though, like anything that could have gone wrong. Like we had so many people praying for the film and so many positive people on mm. set. I, my thing that I told everybody the Sunday before we started filming, we all met on Sunday and then mm. we started filming Monday. I said, look, here's the thing. The most important thing we do on this film is treat people well. Mm-hmm. And from me all the way down, I expect everybody to talk nicely to each other, to not disrespect each other, and we're all going to have a good time on this from the PAs all the way up. And um, it was readily apparent to me the whole shoot, but the, 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 not, to, not to discount your compliment to me at all, but, but, but I think the most significant compliment I got on, on the movie was it was one of the PA's last days. She'd been with us two weeks. Her name was Bethany, and she pulled oh, me aside. Bethany. Yeah, and she pulled me aside. She goes, can I talk to you for a minute? I go, absolutely. She goes, Ricky. I've been a PA on a lot of things, and I just want to tell you, thank you for making me feel like a human being. She goes, you never talked down to me. You never made it seem like I was like this piddly little person just getting your coffee or sharpening pencils. Or She goes, I just felt like I was part of the family the whole time, and I've never been treated like that on a film set before. And I just grabbed her, and I hugged her. I'm like, that is the absolute most best yeah, compliment nice. I could ever get. And that's, that's what I was being told by everybody on the set, that this was not like a Hollywood set, which is the plan the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to bring Hollywood to Sacramento. I wanted to bring Sacramento to Hollywood. Yeah. And from myself on down to everybody, I think it is when you have a leader that is is full of love for people that that, that everyone below that person can't help but but exude the same way. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know how these people are going to be when they go home with their spouses and families and stuff like that, but I know on our film set, there, to my knowledge, there was you know there's arguments and things people get testy and stuff like that. And that's I didn't say that didn't happen, but there was so much love on that set and appreciation and respect for people, mm-hmm. and I and I think it was highly uncommon for the people from Hollywood. I just kept hearing it over and over and over again. You know, this is not like a Hollywood set. I can't believe how well this is going. And I was like, I, I don't know any difference, so I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So No, and I can fully, fully second that because, I mean, with Bethany, I mean, I had to tell her that woman is a dynamo. Yeah. A dynamo. And yeah. I had to tell her probably day, um, second week, day two or three, I we were going, we were ready... Seven o'clock. We're already been going for 10, 12 hours. And I looked at her and I said, Stop. What? Stop. I don't want you to do anything till my watch says 7 05. Mm. And it was like 6 50. Yeah. And she's like, What? I'm like, Stop. Yeah. Go sit down. And she looked at me like, oh, Do I have to? I'm like, Yes, you have to yeah. go. Yeah. And we did that for everybody. Like, yeah. hey, we checked in with everybody. I know I checked in with everybody. Like, hey, 
my P, the PAs, hey, how we doing? We good? Mm-hmm. We good? And every mm-hmm. day they left, thank you. Yeah. Because, uh, man, those guys, everyone we had as far as the PA, Connor, Brenton, which is Bethany's husband, mm-hmm. Bethany, Isaac. Yeah. Those guys, I mean, yeah. holy crap! They so were, good. They were there and they were pouring their guts yeah. out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. they all—it was cool for me because they all got little tiny moments with Robert and Doug mm-hmm. and actors. That you know, when you're on a PA on a set, your your hope and dream is that you get to be an actor or a director someday. Mm-hmm. And so these people were able to like be on the set, and, and that was cool for me because I kept thinking like at 40, Connor's 20. I wish I was in Connor's shoes. Like this is my first deal on a big set, but mm-hmm. Connor now is 20 and, and I can't wait to see where that guy goes with what he yep. wants to do with his life. Yep. But it was really, really, really yep. cool. Everybody came together and it could have been a disaster, but it was the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And and, awesome. and I knew things were going well <laughs> because on day one, the producer and two investors took off for three hours to go have lunch. Yep. Like they came and they watched and then they left for three hours and I looked at my, my script and I'm like, things must be going really well for them to leave for, for the, cause they'd been gone at three hours at that point. I'm like for them to leave for three hours. And we, I mean, they just came back. And, and so to your point, you said, you know, where are we going from here? Mm-hmm. Um, we have two films now that this investor wants to do one of them. So that's, that's on the, on the docket. And then George pulled me aside. He's like, Hey, um, I've got this investor friend in Colorado that wants to do faith-based films. And I told him how, how you run your set and how you direct. And, and that guy told me to tell you that, um, pick a script and he'll he'll finance it wow so and then the plan would be to take if we're not going to do it in sacramento we're just going to take the crew to wherever we go yeah. like connecticut or virginia where they have yeah. really good tax incentives for film and just take everybody there because it it's going to be just the same amount of money to how to to pay them here and house them as it is to travel them to go to a state where it's cheaper to house and stuff oh, like that yeah. so it's really cool because that's that's the kind of person i am i want to take everybody that not everybody i'm not going to say everybody from this mm. set is going to go there's a couple of people i have in mind i'm like no they're not definitely going but 98% of the people. I have a couple. <laughs> yeah. 98% of the people are going to are gonna go, and I want to keep doing that. Like, you know, Martin Scorsese has his crew he uses. I want to be that kind of guy that's like, I don't care. where we're, If we're going to Nepal, I want to bring my people. Sure. I know them. They work well. They, we, we get along, and we get the job done. Yeah. And I just want the budgets to keep increasing and increasing, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. one day we'll be working on a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's it. And with the advent of Disney+, Plus, which just was yes. announced, yeah. this could be a nice medium for Absolutely, you. yeah. That's I had a dream I was directing Mark Hamill in a Star Wars something, and obviously that's not going to be episode nine, but now that there's a Cassian Andor thing and there's a there's a Mandalorian thing, like there's opportunities for that oh, dream yeah. to come true, Absolutely. so I'm, I'm really stoked about it. Yeah. 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 All right. What was your What was your... And you, and you as well. What yeah. was your, you guys were there one day. What, tell oh, so me. Mark day. was there too. A two day, right. You were there one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Jess. No, go ahead. Uh, I'll uh, go next. Uh, well, I was really impressed. Um, I was, you know, I just come, was watching you do your thing and you're, you know, saying this and this. I was like, yeah, Ricky does know what he's talking about mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And he's, he's not just making this stuff up. And, <laughs> you know, um, and then I sat on the edge of that trailer. Remember that? And it yeah. kind of collapsed. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> On the on the, on the, the equipment trailer, yeah, the, the wheel well, yeah, the wheel well was all shh. Yeah. But anyways, uh, that um, you were but, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was that guy, but I was just really impressed with. I mean, there's so much I don't know about filmmaking mm-hmm. and, you know, and so every time I see a scene on a movie or TV, you know, there's probably four or five different versions of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I, the one I was looking at was the two characters are walking to the car and, yeah. and doing stuff. Alex and, and Laura. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I've, I've seen that, but then you wanted to see with a different, you know, flow and then he, then, yeah. okay, now I want to see with your hand here. And it's like, oh yeah. Ricky's looking for something. Yeah, you just add little touches, like little, like for me, I was thinking, what yeah. would I like to see if I was watching this? I'd like to see his hand on her face before he kisses her. That's, yeah. And I just, those moments come to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, that reminds me of Final Day, George and, and Gigi's Yeah, oh, oh my, my gosh. God. But, so, 
Yeah. But I Go mean, ahead. again, I was really just impressed with everything. And I just was honored just to be there, just mm. to watch it. And I go, yeah, I know Ricky. And mm. uh, well, it's really cool because we used to be neighbors. You know, we talked about it in episode 17. Yeah, yes, yes. I moved to Lincoln and you were my next door neighbor. I was. That yeah. is a true statement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it was great to see you do that and to see that um, you finally doing this. Because I know you've had quite a few setbacks. Yeah. And I was like, God, I'm glad he's doing this now. But isn't that the thing? Like, and this is this is my life like theme is to just follow your dreams. And you're, I love your laptop. Where's your, get it out right now. Oh, it's over there. What does it say? Um, it says your dreams will come true if you have the courage to follow them. Yes. And who said that? Walt Disney. And that's my life first as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I never knew Walt Disney said that. And I, I, I don't know that phrase exactly, but my whole thing has been, if you've got a passion or desire, go after it. Like the yeah. worst that could happen is it's not going to come true, but you're still going to learn a lot on the on, along the way. I'm 40 and I just did my first movie. Yes. Hopefully it's my first of many. Yes. But at 40, a lot of people looked at me and said, you're not going to make it, buddy. You should go back and work and be a pastor. You should go work at Fry's and fix computers again or the things that I'm good at. I'm like, no, I just have a desire to make film and I know I'll be good at it because I love it so much. There's nothing else on earth I love talking about more than filmmaking. And so that was, you know, for me, it's like, just go after it. Mm -hmm. Go after your dreams. Is there anything you learned that, I mean, you must have learned a lot from this. Absolutely. I learned a lot of terminology I didn't know before. Like, you know, and and I'll have to admit now, Um, I had to pretend I knew. Oh, yeah. Well, because they, they would say, okay, we need someone to come in here for last looks. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And I looked around and then a hair and makeup lady comes in and she does the last powder on the actor before I, yeah. okay, so last looks means that. So there's a lot of terminology I learned. But, you know, I didn't I didn't know what a first AD did. I didn't know what a second AD, there's a mm-hmm. second second. I didn't know what a locations manager did because me as a person who runs my own film production company and does little commercials around the Sacramento area, I'm chief cook and bottle washer. Yeah. I go to a set, I bring my lights, I bring my audio, I bring my camera, I film it, I edit it, I write it, I shoot it, I, the whole nine. And so for me, what I learned is I am free to really focus on the creative aspect of directing, which is getting in there with my actors. Doug Hutchison, I, I called him two months before we shot, and I said, Doug, I really need to talk about the art of directing with you. You've been on some major films. What do you think about directing? And he said, there's two things. He goes, Ricky, there's two things about directors. <laughs> he would say... Um, there's, he's like, there's only two directors. There's a director that was a DP that understands all the terminology, and then there's a director that loves actors that used to be an actor. And I'm like, okay, what's your favorite? And he goes, I love the directors that were actors because they get in there. And that's me. I was an actor, and we get in there. So that for me, like the biggest thing I learned was as a director, there's a guy for lighting. There's a guy for audio. Hurry has the Udi has. I, I keep. I know I'm working on it. Yeah, Udi Udi has the keys. Um, I don't have to worry about where the keys are. Okay. There's somebody getting food for people. The lunch is going to get catered. Like I don't have to. I can really really focus on that. And that's the most freeing thing on earth mm-hmm. because I don't have to think about all these other things. So that took a couple days to get used to. But once I did, I was like, holy moly. I don't have to worry about anything else other than getting on set and and diving into this story with my actors. And that was that was awesome. You know, just. And, and that's what I think Sally saw and Doug saw was that I, I'd, I'd spent 18 months with this script. I knew the story backwards and forwards. But, but one of the really cool things that happened was there were a few scenes that I had read 100 times that I thought were going to go a certain way. Case in point would be there's a scene where Doug and Robert – uh, have have dinner together and it's right after a, an event happens in the movie and the, the scene starts off comedic and I always saw the rest of that scene being kind of tongue-in-cheek comedic yeah. and um, I said, you know, guys, feel free to cut it up here and, and Doug pulls me aside. He's like, uh, Ricky, that's not how I see it. Uh, I see uh, I see this as a very uh, prominent scene here and I'm going to play it pretty pretty straight. I'm like, okay. And 
he gets in there and he plays it with Robert and Robert starts crying in the scene. I'm like, how could I ever have thought this was supposed to be comedic? But it's so cool to watch actors like get in there and and give their own take on the character because they know the characters better than me at that point. I know the overall story better, but they know the characters way better than I do. And when they get in there and start saying things and doing things that I never thought of, that was that was the pure magic. You know, that that was really cool. That was a good scene. Yeah, I was well, way back in the corner watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Jess, what, what did you think? Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, it was cool to see how a movie's actually made because mm-hmm. you know you watch it through. So I was there the same night that you were yeah. when you dented the trailer. I didn't know you did that. Um, it got but fixed. It got yeah. fixed. Well, it just it was already loose anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was there that night, and it was just it was neat to sit there and watch you because I was sitting behind you for a little mm-hmm. bit, and it was so cool to watch the monitor mm-hmm. but then you look up and you see something that's complete you see the whole picture yeah like oh, yeah. you know the lights and the wires it. Yeah. And, yeah and it's just so cool and it's like you know you see the numbers rolling on the monitors and everything like that and mm-hmm. it was just really really cool like yeah. and you were totally in your element like Thank it was you. just that's like what you were meant to do and that's you know i i feel the same way it's it, you know scary part being in sacramento is what's the next one but as of right now we have two more and that's, see, and that's perfect that's it's, so it's cool. exciting it's really exciting so i mean just if you want me there i'm there yeah you're there you're there <laughs> star wars <laughs> land here we come Je- jessica's already uh positioning for a role in front of the camera just so yeah. you guys know i told him uh, he's, yeah. he's my agent it. I yeah. Believe it. Yeah. right right get so. me out of this serving gig so, I, can, I can do it yeah so do you so now that filming is like 95 percent done and yeah. everything uh, what how, what are you doing now with the talking tree? Or do you do the editing? Are you yeah. involved in that? Or? So we have one more shoot day, December 3rd, where we have uh, a few more scenes to shoot. And we wanted to wait till after Thanksgiving for Christmas things to be up because it was going to be way cheaper to do it this way than to buy our own Christmas mm-hmm. stuff and decorate. Sure. So December 3rd. And then our director of photography is also our editor. So what's good about that is... Um, you know, and I think this is atypical, but um, you usually have a director of photography. He hands off the footage to an editor, and the director sits with the editor the entire time, and they edit the film together. But Steve Woolworth, you should look him up, Three mm-hmm. Gates Films, um, he is going to edit. So he's going to be sitting and editing, and I'm going to pop in every day or two and say, okay, show me what you did yesterday, and we'll go through it, we'll tweak that stuff. But he's already got, when he, it's called shooting for the edit, he was already shooting for how he wanted to edit the movie, which takes a lot of the onus off me, so I can focus on these other two projects, but then still be a part of the editing process with sure. Steve and say, show me the two scenes you edited yesterday. Okay, no, no, I remember there was a take. Oh yeah, it's here in my notes. I like the way Robert said this better that way. Can you please go grab that? Oh, cool. But normally I would have to sit there with him for eight wow. hours a day, nine hours a day, and, and, and do that, um, which uh, I don't have to now because he's so good at his job is that done here in Sacramento area? Yeah, he lives in Folsom. So. Oh, awesome. Oh, okay. And then once, so we'll get a rough cut. It's called a rough cut, and we're hoping by the end of January we'll get a rough cut. Then we will send all of the scenes off to visual people who are going to like tweak things and make. You know, like one of the things is we shot a, a facade of a building that says like, you know, Roseville Fire Station or whatever it was, and they're going to make that say something else. So we have to do that. But then also, I'm going to sit down with the composer and say, you know, in this scene. Um, Georgia is having a hard time. She's having a hard time breathing, and I want the music to sound like this. And it, here's a here's a movie, and he'll listen to that. And then we have a composer make his own music. Okay. And then we'll do the color correction and um, all the things when people are walking. We'll you know hear footsteps. Yeah. We'll do all that fun stuff, and then we'll have a premiere in Sacramento and in L.A. Uh, this time next year. Oh, awesome. oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, yeah. it's gonna so be rad. Cool. Yeah, so cool. It's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah, I'm so stoked. Yeah, me too. It's, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and it's the it's the like. Something somewhere in the world, there's a phrase like it's the most grueling blah 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 of your life, and I think it's like the army, the hardest two, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. like 
it was the it was the most grueling 19 days I've ever done in my life, like 16, 17 hours a day. You're constantly, for me, having to be in the creative mode of what works here and what works there. But then on the last day of the shoot, like it's this huge emotional, like, oh, I wake up yeah. the next morning. I'm like, oh, I'm dad again. I'm husband again. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's getting my hot chocolate anymore. <laughs> I've got to go put my own gas in my car. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's still, you know, like it's it's really, really awesome to be on a film set. And I, I told people on this set, I said the, the worst day on our set is still better than the best day anywhere else. And I think someone says it about fishing, like the worst day of fishing sure. is better mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about a film set. So okay. did you feel pressure at all? Never once. I didn't feel any pressure or there was a few times I got frustrated because 17 people were talking to me about once about yeah. what they thought should happen in this scene. I was like, Hey, let me, let me think about this for two minutes. I would walk away and compose myself, but I never felt pressured. Um, I never felt like I was being undermined. I felt like I had complete creative control and that's a credit to the producer, Charles Lago, who just really trusted me with this film. And, and I think after day one or two, he saw, okay, Ricky and his crew and the cast have this handled. Yeah. I, I don't need to intervene much if at all. And so they gave me a really cool rap gift and, and things like that. And so nice. I'm, all that to say is I just think that um, everybody felt the same way, which was this whole cast and crew could not have been chosen better. Like everybody played their part perfectly, flawlessly, and everything came to be, came to be as, as good as it could have happened. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, so this is great because you, you're kind of building your resume now. And like, for example, we talked about the Disney Plus thing, this whole, you know, streaming video. Yeah. You could submit this package to the, to the creative sure. folks. Sure. Hey, this is what I can do. Absolutely, and that's the plan. Like, you know, get, get, <laughs> oh, there's get, a master plan. Yeah, yeah. there's a master. I, oh, you know, there's a master plan. Get the talking tree in front of enough people. Get a little notoriety from that, and say, yeah. "Hey, I'm a major Star Wars fan. I'd love to direct an episode of The Mandalorian." Oh. You know why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Why not? You know? Yeah. Absolutely. So that's 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 the plan. That's the hope. That's the dream. All right. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it. maybe they'll throw me an entire spinoff movie. Maybe I'll get one of the Obi Wan movies or something. But there you go. You know, the cool thing I will say this about Kathleen Kennedy and her her you know uh, regime is that they do give filmmakers an opportunity. Like Gareth Edwards has only, had only done Godzilla, mm-hmm. um, um, and then uh, Solo. They brought in those two guys that they didn't work out so much. But George Lucas has always been about bringing in talent that is, for lack of a better term, untested and unproved. Mark Hamill, nobody knew mm-hmm. Mark Hamill when he played Luke Skywalker. Harrison Ford, the same Corvette, thing. Uh, he was in Corvette Summer. Right. But who knew that at the I time? Did. Yeah, well, you did. <laughs> well, did you? Because you're only four no, years old. No, I, I was going to say, you were only that. three years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but the, 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 the Lucasfilm camp is, is very high on bringing in, like... I untested but still putting out good products and so there's no reason why m- this crew that was on the talking tree can't go on to a Star Wars feature there's no reason especially if you have somebody like Kathleen looking it over and saying okay you guys are doing it right and we're going to get you some help and stuff like that but you know there's a lot of fresh minds out there and um, yeah, I've, I, I feel I'll say this about the talking tree you know, a long time ago, people were saying, oh, it's like a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's nothing like a Hallmark Christmas movie. This film is not mm-hmm. shot. It's not acted. It's not edited. It's not directed like a Hallmark movie. I believe this film is going to have the same kind of nostalgia factor that uh, It's a Wonderful Life does. Like, it's just oh. Sally Kirkland's performance, Robert's performance. People are going to watch this film, and they're going to help. It's going to help them with grief for, for cancer, and it's also just a cool Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think the Hallmark Channel will touch it, and that's the way I want it. I don't want that i want it to be a film for people who love film yeah that that was the goal going into it but even if it was a homework i mean who cares you're sure you're still creating something totally following your passion (laughs) yeah that's a lot of people can't say they've done that and so i mean but yeah i agree with you i think it's going to be beyond that yeah 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 that's the hope (laughs) yeah well it doesn't look like it no it doesn't from from the word go no um you walked in i walked in and we went to the jail 
I mean, right out of the gate, we're in Stockton jail. Yeah. And I'm like, looking at the screen, I'm like, yeah, this is not, Mm-mm. this is dark. Like, and you watched The Sizzle, too, didn't you? I did, too. Oh, you did, too. Seen it? I've seen it, like, five times. I was blown times. away. I love I like, it. Every, Ricky, I've seen Ricky it five times. Yeah. I've seen it five times. Yeah. There's no way Ricky did this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's just so much, I mean, that's really the editor and the shooter, because I, you know, I'm like, hey, I want this done, but if I would have handed my sister the camera, she wouldn't be able to pull off what Steve was pulling off. No, no offense, no. Amy, I love you, but, yeah. um, you know, like, it just it, for all that stuff to come together the way it did is really, really, really cool. Steve is awesome, man. He's great. Man, the best him, Ryan, him, him, and Ryan oh, yeah. both work in tandem oh, together yeah. so well. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think again, what's great is now you've got a network of people, and you've sort of proven yourself a little mm-hmm. bit. And once it comes out, people go, "Oh yeah, this guy and yeah. this group did this." All right, so you're likely to get a lot more work. Yeah, and that's awesome. So, so here's something that's a little, you know, controversial. Whatever. Oh, but, good. We love yeah, but but here's the thing: I've lived in Sacramento for ten years. And there's been a lot of opportunity to work on Sacramento productions with people that I consider friends. And I've chosen not to work on those things because I did not want my name associated with a poor quality product. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, sure. So there's a lot of film festivals here. There's a lot of people doing things here. And God bless them. I'm glad they're doing that. But I chose to hold off and not be part of those productions because I didn't want, when I got my chance to come to the big leagues, I didn't want my track record in the minors to be batting 204 mm-hmm. with two RBIs. Yeah. I didn't want that. I'd rather sure. say, hey, I've, I've prepared my whole life for this. My body's in perfect shape. I can knock a ball out of the park. Yeah. Give me a shot rather than, yeah, I spent some time in the minors. So what I want to say to this to the, to the people listening that are involved in film, um, don't don't work on a project just for the sake of getting experience. That that's that's not good when it comes to film. Because I'll tell oh. you, when we did oh. the bend, when we were going to do the bend, and when we did the talking tree, um, there were a few people that I wanted to work on the project that I ran by the producers, and they said, "Okay, send me their reel, send me what they've done." And I sent it to them. They said, "Absolutely not. I can't use these people at all oh. because of the the poor quality of their work. That's that's they've worked on here. So, not to say that Sacramento only turns out poor quality, but what I'm saying is. If you're going to associate yourself with a product, make sure that it's written well, directed well, lit well, the audio is good, and that it's something you're proud to put your name on. Now, if you're just doing this as a hobby and you've got a nine to five and you just want to be in some, great, God bless you, go go off and do it. But if you're doing something in Sacramento or LA or New York or wherever you're at listening to this and you want to get into film, be careful what you choose to work on because oh. you, you don't want producers from Los Angeles and New York to see something horribly acted, horribly, horribly written horribly lighted that that you're proud of that they're going to look at and say you know this isn't really really good so for me i just chose i'd rather have nothing oh, than things okay. that that don't look great that was my philosophy and, and it took a long time yeah um but it worked and here we are and i hope you know we'll go to the next one and the next one and the next one so it's a little controversial because normally people say well you should just work and get the experience but that's not true if it's going to be something that's online that people are going to see forever i i disagree with that okay yeah. i can definitely buy that yeah see i think i'm from the old camp where it's like you just go in learn to do stuff and get better and better. But I think what you say is actually very true and accurate. I guess I can get behind that. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're applaud good, you for, for yeah. holding your ground on yeah. that. Doesn't the Joker in, in Dark Knight say, if you're good at something, you should never do it for free? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you know yeah. you're good at filmmaking or acting or, or lighting a set, don't do it on something that's not going to make you proud when you're done with it. I agree. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ta- so Hands it off real quick. The grips, that oh. team of grips. Oh. I know. I feel like I should be mentioning every part. Paul and yeah. Cody and Clay yeah. and, and Cameron. Yep. 
Those guys Connor. were amazing. Connor, Connor, yeah. uh, so so good. They were the three C's. Um, yeah, know, but Jess were. wants to know what a, a grip is. A, well, oh, as far yeah, as sure. I know, a grip is the guy that puts the lights where they're supposed mm-hmm. to go and moves the cable and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. They were yeah. they were climbing like they were Spider Man. They were on the yep. roofs. They were on the side oh, yes, of the buildings. Guys. Yeah, they were doing all that. Like, and then that's another thing when I'm talking about like I didn't have to worry about that. Like if I said I want I want George's face to be half half lit here and a half gold and half blue. Give me 20 minutes. Okay, great. And they would take 20 minutes, and mm-hmm. I'd get exactly what I saw in my mind. And and you can't, like I told you, I run my own stupid little production company. I could never do that. You know, yeah. I could never do that. So it's really cool to have people who are good at their jobs in every position, and that's what it felt like. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those guys were... You know, I got a good compliment from Cody before I left, and he complimented my job. And I was like, thank you, man. And, yeah. and it meant a lot coming from that's him, because cool. I told him straight up, I'm all, you kick ass. Yeah. Those you guys know? were amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, grueling. It, it, I mean, mm-hmm. shooting 12, 13 hours a day is grueling mm-hmm. enough, but then when you add that you're moving lights and there's weather and mm-hmm. hot and you're wearing gloves, like I, I really appreciated those guys and what they were doing. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. Everybody, like I said, everybody was working and you could feel everybody working and driving in the same direction. Yeah. So, yeah. That's well, good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know you're up against it now. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Um, how, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Um, we'll watch your career with great interest. Oh, mm-hmm. a little up episode one quote there, yes. buddy. Yeah. I want to high five you on that one. <laughs> yes. I like it. I can't oh. say it like him, though. Yeah. yeah. No, you but, did good, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're very proud that you're doing this, and uh, let us know if we can help hey, you. Hey, well, I, as far as I'm concerned, the next one, you guys are all involved. Like, I just, I'm the kind of person that wants my friends and family to move with me on things and so yeah. you guys are from my friends and family and let's yes. let's do the next one together oh my gosh yeah. okay we have it on on tape now. yes we'll do. Do. absolutely so absolutely we'll yeah. anything we can do to help yeah yeah and like, gosh i hope you do something with disney at some point and, and just to say anybody whose name i didn't mention my assistant suki there's a lot of other people that worked on uh you know my friend justin let us shoot at his house there's three thousand people that i could have mentioned right now that yeah. i have to go through but Every single person, I hope they know personally how much I appreciate them because I, I shook hands and kissed babies every day because I like to. <laughs> Not because I'm a politician, because I like to and I like people to feel valued. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't mention your name here, I, I, I hope you still know that I really value and appreciate you. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So where can people find out more about you, Ricky? Um, the, the Talking Tree Film, if you go to IMDb, um, facebook.com slash borbafett uh, is my Facebook um, username and there's still plenty of slots available to be my friend i'm not that famous yet so um but no the talking tree uh go on imdb find me on facebook and um yeah let's have a chat about film because i love to that's so cool and you guys are on instagram too right yeah yeah borba fett all my social media is borba fett twitter instagram facebook talking tree has an instagram page or yeah i think it's talking tree film okay is what it is okay perfect yeah Yeah. okay awesome yep so people can go out and I check that out, and I know you'll get involved with Ricky and support him. Yeah, he's a cool, a very cool guy. Definitely. Thanks. Yeah, Jess, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram. What is my Instagram now? Storybook Jess, and my Snapchat filter is on. I think it's on my on that. You can follow me with my non Disney adventures now, and the. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, for time being. And then Facebook uh, is Leaving Today Podcast. Two words: Leaving Today Podcast, and you can find us on that. Okay. Udi, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all of my socials, which are Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram, all HaxGoalie, H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, and then on my other show, Bad or Bad. Mm. What's the movie coming up? Good question. I don't know. Could cracker. be The Talking Tree? Is that going to be part of Bad or Bad? Ooh, oh, we should do. That you, would be fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got it if you want to. Yeah. yeah. No, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, in a year. We got a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. got a year. Mm-hmm. Or you keep yeah. being the show. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's actually yeah. the right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> sorry. I'm just. Uh, all right. So you can find me at emails info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. You can find me at leavingtodaypodcast uh, Instagram and Edge of Mark is my own podcast, my own Instagram. Um, so guys and girls, uh, until then, go to Expedition Roasters dot com and check out some coffee some brand new holiday stuff they have coming out and use our code ltp20 for 20 percent off your very first order awesome yes um also check out our tpublic.com page leaving today and pick out a new shirt we've got one coming out mm-hmm. a couple of shirts coming out so. for the holidays yes Too, right yeah, uh, yeah there's one okay. coming out yeah i was talking to those guys the other day um and then patreon if you so or if so inclined to help us out go ahead and do that at leavingtapodcast.com and look at the Patreon page. All right. Uh, episode 75 coming up. We'll have another guest for that. Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but um, until then, thank you so much, Ricky, for spending yes, time. Thanks for having me again. We should do this every 57 episodes. It would be great. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do. We will do it next spring after we've all done Star Wars Galaxy's yeah, Edge. That'll be good. Uh, we should try to plan a mm-hmm. trip down there. Will you go? Mm-hmm. Will you go? I have to. Yeah. She has to go. Right. She has grudgingly. She'll be Kicking and screaming. Yep. I'll be over Udi's shoulder, yep. I'm sure. I already told her. Over my shoulder, we're going. There we go. Yep. Okay. It'll work. All right. <laughs> so thank you so much for spending time with us today. Uh, and we'll see you in the parks. Good All night. Right. Bye. See ya. All night long, the LTP coming at you all night long. Oh yeah. This is part of the LTP jam. The timing couldn't be couldn't be any more worse than it is right now. I'm still hungry. Any, anybody need a Bueller? What's in the fridge? Lasagna. Do you Lasagna. need a no mark? You're good. I'm good. So, um, but anyways, for dinner, do you want to stop at the grocery store and pick up like a lasagna? Let's get going because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh, I'm okay. going. I'm com- am I coming over or no? No. Right. Your daddy hates me. Put your phone away from your stuff. I like cake for the three of us. I know. Jessica Aurora Farfan. No. What are you doing? Definitely not. I've got tacos waiting for me. Oh, man. Where's my invite? (laughs) Mm. Too bad you guys aren't sticking around for tacos after this. I'm so freaking ready. Temptation is great, though. Temptation is great. I'm still hungry. (laughs) I have a full rack of ribs in the fridge. I'm ready. I got lasagna in the fridge. In the fridge? Yeah, I haven't made it yet. Oh, you have to cook it? I have to cook it. That takes like four hours. So I look at it, and it's a decent sized steak. 16 cents. Nope. Let me see it. Nope. Let me see it. You know, if I take it off, it locks and no one can touch it. That's fine. I'm not gonna, you don't have to take it off.
Oh my god, but you yeah. make me hot. <laughs> and I don't know why. Why do you? Okay. Because you are a sarcastic. Has got God my yeah. It's too short. Baby. It's too short. Short. It's too short. Okay, we're back to the news. Oh yeah. Okay, hold on. I gotta drink more. Okay. Drink your. What are you looking at? Don't you even. You keep your hands off my Reese's. You know how much he likes me. Not very much. Not anyway, as much okay. As this morning. <laughs> Not very much. Said not as much as this one. Oh, okay, 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 good. I'll show you my monkeys. Your what? My monkeys. But then when you pet her, she bites you. Well, that I have no control over. Why you gotta ruin everything? Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said? No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Get over it. I was just asking. I can't ask questions now? No. Oh, well, I'm gonna. Okay. For uh... Don't say anything right now. You need to get LTP approval before you leave. Okay. I don't know the dates yet. All right. So. If Udi and I say no, well, if I say yes and Udi says no, that means you can't go. Mm-hmm. Well, Udi will always say no. I will. No. Actually, I'm not an a-hole like that. But, you know. While they work on technical issues, I'm going to sit here and uh, drink. Hit it and quit it. Bam! Oh, what? My mouth hurts. And every time I... Look at it, it makes me cry a little bit on the inside. <laughs> it really does. No, I will give you one. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. Drink your alcohol that's way too strong. Way too strong. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red.